So I want I want everybody on the stream to 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 hear out TJ's plea. You know, while I was at home by myself alone, uh, these so called friends over here went out and had a great time. No invite. Well, first of all, you went dark for like two weeks, where we all thought you were dead. <laughs> One, and I got my phone back. Okay. Well, two, you're in the same group chat where we made these plans. Right. Damn. I kept on seeing axe throwing, and then I saw someone put their card down, and I was like, oh, shit, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> after, after I saw that line, I was like, okay. And then it was baseball, and I was like, are they watching a game at a bar? And then I was like, oh, I can't no, drink. We went to baseball. See, why, see, why can't, why can't, you know, you know what you, you, know what you didn't do? <clears throat> what didn't we do? Remember in the chat, because I did see this, you said, at Tommy, you see these? Where was at Taylor? You see these? <laughs> Don't think I didn't see that. You didn't. Because, I know you did. Because Tommy hasn't been invited to these as of late, because we're still getting the new workflow down. So I wanted to make sure he felt included. Well, I wanted to make sure I felt included. Excuse me, Mr. Last Week. I have 17 dates to go on that I can hardly make time for you guys on a Saturday. I can do Sundays because Sunday's my non-hoeing day. But Saturdays are for the hoes. To be fair, last weekend was Valentine's. There's a lot of a lot of dates. And I and you were the one who went on a date. <laughs> that was Valentine's. Yeah. That was a Friday. So, so shut a, up. That was a Friday. <laughs> Not a Saturday. And you know, and you know, and just for your information, I did not go on dates either one of these weekends. I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? I woke up Saturday, I woke up bright and early, and I was like, you know whose face I want to see? I want to see JJ. I want to hang out with my friends. But I didn't know where y'all guys were. High five. High five. It's almost as if you could have just been like, where are you guys at? And we would have answered. But you know I was incapacitated. You should have just thought of me. What are you talking about? So wait, you're saying that you're mad that you couldn't go up and then you were incapacitated. He wanted us to go to his place and play board games again. Oh, and his luxury suite loft. Oh, I thought he moved. I did move. It's still nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a luxury suite loft. Like, oh, I didn't. I, I want my loft. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I did move to the loft across the street. <laughs> it's actually called the lofts. <laughs> Deluxe apartment. In like, the see, sky. I was, I was, like, I was. That moving. is a nice reference for this episode. <laughs> I was, I was mobile. I have, a, I had a car. I have a new car. Like, I was in there. Yeah, you put me down as a reference, and I'm like, this motherfucker got terrible credit. So <laughs> no, no, they were like, we need um references, and we're gonna text them now. And I they said, didn't text me shit for the record. Yeah, yeah, you just text. They didn't call you, right? I didn't text them either. No, oh, great. I forgot to do that part. What? Oh. Do you have the car? <laughs> yeah. They then said, we're fine. Well, I mean, honestly, like I showed up, and I'm and at that dealership. Uh, it's an, it's fair. It's it's not bad or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just I think I'm the nicest person who's ever shown up with credit and actually a down payment, and so they didn't have any trouble with me. Hence why I don't think they need my reference. <laughs> Fair enough. They're just kind of doing it as like, uh, we a, usually ask all black people they for came, references. They, so, they came uh, out and they were like, can we work with you? And I said, no, you can't. But you can get me this car. Because I had to give them my pay stubs and stuff. I was like, and my address. I was like, nope, no, no, you can't. But that doesn't mean shit. Whenever y'all guys are having a gung-ho time, everybody's walking in here hungover. You know who's not me. And that kind of sucks. I'm You're on hungover. pain medication. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hungover. I'm fine. I'm just very sleepy. That's different than hungover. That's the adult hungover, though. <laughs> it's like I stayed out too late. TJ. No, no. I mean, I stayed out till two thirty. I had to wake up for work at nine forty-five. All man. by myself. It's okay, TJ. We had a blast without you. I know. It's fine. No. Thank you. Thank you it's for right letting us. South by is right around the corner. There's a lot of craziness to get in there. Mm. Yeah, we'll see about that. Actually, I think I got into Ray's show as a videographer. I just asked him, so at least I have a pass for that, which sounds nice. Oh, one show? That's cool. Fuck it. That's the best I can get for not trying. <laughs> That's true. Like, I was just like, hey, bro, congrats. Let me go. And he was like, I think you need a badge. And I was like, put me on your list, bro. He was like, all right, I think I can do that. 
Yes. He probably forgot. Probably, but I can just bring it up until forever, until until I need something from him again. That sounds really desperate. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably so. I wish I could fight you on that. Not tonight. I mean, at least you already know that you would be defeated in axe throwing. We went one-on-one, sudden death, because we were tied, and he lost. That sounds like fun. <laughs> well, you know, it was terrifying because, like, everybody if, was terrible at it. Well, at everyone first. was terrible at it at first, but, like, Jess consistently had it bounce back towards her ankles. And I'm like, Jess, you're not wearing pants. Like, your ankle, Achilles is going to get sliced in half. Ah. She's wearing, like, capris, I guess you'd call them. I don't know what they're called. See, I'm glad you guys had fun in x because you notice why that was the one thing I could not respond to because black people don't do that shit. Are they not allowed to, or they choose not to? Doug, that is you throwing axes. Jordan did it. So he, yeah, <laughs> and Jordan's a big excruciatingly black. Mm. Like it's in his aura, it's mm. in his being. His name's Jordan, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Jordan's number three. Tyrone is probably number two. What's number one? What's the blackest name? Just I, I'm asking you. I don't know. I, I you said Tyrone. So, Tyrone. <laughs> I usually go with Tyrone. <laughs> yeah. Jerome, a Tyrone. Jer- oh no, Jerome. I have a Mexican cousin named Jerome. So Taquan. Mm, <laughs> Anything with a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with a Q in it, you've automatically gone really black. <laughs> black black hero. Yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. No, there is one thing though that mm. after last night's shenanigans that I've agreed on and I've resigned myself to. I am the goddamn designated driver forever. You are a terrible driver. Nah. How about Uber? Oh no, I was we thinking no. Uber to Round Rock. Oh damn, yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't even saying that. Like, oh, he was drunk driving. I'm saying that he's just a terrible driver. <laughs> we were going in general, sober as a bird, and he's just like, like fucking tailgating people and like switching lanes and drifting somehow with four people in the car. See, it's because it's, it's imp- like you've never driven in Houston. I don't know what to tell you. Bitch. No, I've driven in Northern California. Those people don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know, man. It's the Wild West out here. No, go go to fucking San Jose, California, and drive for thirty minutes and see if you fucking survive. Okay, so number one, why would I drive in California? There's never any like it's always traffic. Number two, and you know that's true. Not in San, San Jose because uh, well, it's only traffic. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. stupid. So how do you cause a traffic jam at two miles an hour? They find out. Fuck you, San Jose drivers. We hey. lost two fans and we only had nine. <laughs> 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 that's They're all from San. We yeah. lost the San Jose click. Fuck. You, we only really have five. Those other two are bots. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, Mark is a terrible driver. Can confirm. Thank you, Lucky Shot eighty five, Paco. <laughs> and so, like hey, you know, was Paco out there? I've actually never ridden with Paco, driven Paco anywhere. He always likes to drive. Right, and, I, and you drove and you with me, at, and, and you, you drove at, with me, and you had such a luxury time in my nice car. You had your cowboy hat on. You were listening to tunes and stuff. It's great. What? Five stars. Five, yeah. I You're got five in the wrong line of business. Uh, he didn't have a water. Oh. Well, four and a half. See? Fine. <laughs> I'll take it. I had popcorn that you almost tried to steal. Could have hit me. I didn't even look at it. Could have hit me with the text. I would have been like, oh, yeah. I'm using any excuse to drive my new car. <laughs> would have been like, hey, let me take you guys to round What is your new car? Yeah. It is I need a, to look it up. Because um, I have a Nissan Altima. My mine was nice. I, I like my car. Is, what is, is your 2019, car? right? 2017, mine. Uh, 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 nice. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What, what about yours? Uh, no, I just got a 2019 Elantra. Let's right. see what that is. GT? 
Fuck no. The fancy. So confirm Edward has the nicest card. Of our friend group. Of our friend group. Let's take a look here. Ew, that's red. Mm, which is your, what color is yours? Mine's gray. Gray. It's, it's that black one right there. Well, you said gray. Yeah. Yeah, that's the exact same color as your other car. That is a nice car. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Has all the nice stuff in it. Uh, what type of car does Edward have? After a certain point, can I just say? 2020 Toyota Corolla. That is, oh, that is actually really nice. Uh, but I, I thought know. it was a Camry. I don't know what it is, but I know that it's all red interior and it's a Ooh, black car. That's nice. I do like that. I'm just showing my car because it's fancy. No one cares about your car. I it's care not, about my car. It's very it's nice. It's an old car. It's in 2017. We it's blue. Actually, this is exactly it. It's, it's very nice. Ancient. We're only talking about cars made after 2019. Well, you don't even have your Tesla truck yet, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want to hear you. I don't want to hear you about it. I'm but yeah, no, it you're a terrible, terrible driver, and for no, everything from now on, I am driving. I'm just, nope. I'm putting that out there. Twisted metal. This is the always. most awake teacher has been in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm be honest. I feel great. Yeah, because you didn't I go s- out cra- crazy raging with us, you know? Yeah, I was asleep. <laughs> crazy raging. We just gently walked into every bar. Played Mario Kart or watched. I mean, I mean, between me and Jessica having to wrangle my friend, that was kind of exhausting at a certain point. Ooh, friend, yes. is that it? Yeah. As JJ takes a very strong drink of his, his soda pop, I don't yeah, know. He, empty. I thought it was a beer. I thought you were like, oh, here we go. Here. But it was more just talking. I know. We're sponsored by Tropical Mix Sprite. It's the best Sprite. Double. Um. We also have original um, cola. <laughs> H-E-B brand twist, naturally flavored lemon lime. It's the knockoff version of <laughs> Tropical Sprite. Jess, I, if you I, put two of them together. No, fuck no. Don't taint my shit. <laughs> okay, easy there, Drake. Calm down. Shit. Baby, you might have it. <laughs> you all have it. His <laughs> <laughs> head just explodes out. That well, commercial was so fucking weird. No, black people love Sprite. Really? Can confirm. It's a real I thing. I thought they were Kool Aid people. That is not true. But also, I'm a Kool Aid. You know, <laughs> you know the sad part is like I'm, from, nah, man, I'm not even like people. old school. Like like I am like raised proper British black, so like from Zimbabwe. But somehow we had Kool Aid in my crib too. So I'm confused. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it because we might have been like low actu- income? Perhaps actu- that might be the great unifier. Is that I was kind of low income growing up, just slightly, and then. Moved on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky, where we finally got a piece of the pie. As I've always been poor, I understand your feels. Yes. Always poor. Even now. Still poor. Paying cash for a 2019 vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) I did not pay cash for it. I thought about it, but I did not. Oh, my God. The fact that that was an option. (laughs) It wasn't an option. I was just like, like, hey, can I like pay this half down? (laughs) And they were like, please don't. No, but I had a good time. It was a lot of fun. It was totally worth. I have some couple videos. All the videos of me are shitty because I, every time the camera was on, I couldn't hit the fucking target. I can't even get it to stick. That's how bad it was. But you guys all got good videos of you. Oh, I'm sorry. You. These people all have good videos of them throwing axes, you know, drinking margaritas, having a good time. You know, watching Mark, some baseball. Mark TJ's words, and you can get this on the podcast. Hanging out next time, whether y'all want it or not. You just said you weren't available during South by. No, I never said that. I just said, uh, uh, so, so. Oh, actually, you know what the next, like, hangout is? Hmm. It's helping Sam move. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You ever, y- y'all, ever, y'all ever see? <laughs> My tooth hurts real bad next week and Wait, the week after. Become, why did you become Bill Cosby? Oh, you <laughs> see? Uh, I got to go. 
Doc, I, I, I don't dislike moving. I just actually, actually, it's when, on the third it's floor. only when it's to another loft. So, so talking about <laughs> from loft to loft. Right. So this is this, so this is no joke. When is it? Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Perfect. All right, because I am legitimately unable to do anything for two weeks. So I can help you out then. Oh wait, you're wait, what? That was a word. That was sentence. yeah. That was a contradiction. No, no, no. Uh, so, so like, I legitimately my apparently. So I went to the chiropractor this week. I've been to like four doctors this week. Uh-huh. Um, me too. And so my back is fucked, and I have a bulging spot. I have a bulging um, disc, yes. and so they're like, the "Don't not the only do anything thing, at all." Um, so it's actually been a bitch and a half. But I hope you, I'll still help you move. I'll, yeah. I'll do the smaller boxes. The small, yeah. I gotta pack all this shit. Fuck, but you know, <laughs> it's all good. We'll have a good time. Having a good time. Moving or a good time. I don't know. You movers oh no i'm mexican we don't do that you black people That's, don't that actually throw? does sound like a waste of money to pay for movers it's yeah. like i have friends with a truck like yeah right? all i need yeah. is to borrow <laughs> pam's truck and then i'll probably get like a u-haul it'll probably take us two trips i am probably gonna get rid of half this shit is one. pam gonna be there <laughs> um her truck maybe i don't know how good you are friends with her where you would steal her truck i don't think she'd let you do that no yeah so I might probably come. She's been like asking to hang out every day (laughs) to our shitty podcast that she she always talks shit about in public. I'm gonna keep bringing that joke up because that's what she does constantly, and it's hilarious. She in the no invite list next to TJ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was supposed to come last night, right? Yeah, and then she went to the domain instead. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, man, where were you? You could have been at the domain and or baseball and or any of that. Look, nothing went Taylor's way this weekend. All right. What was the other thing? You bought a car this last weekend. Yeah, and it cost him a tooth. <laughs> Is that how he bought it? Don't check my credit. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'll accept how do you want? plan. Uh, nah, dog. It's just this has been a long weekend. It's been a long. It's been a long week. Oh, trust. I'm tired. Your uh, tooth hurts. The week just started. Oh fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> Sunday's <laughs> the end of the week. Yeah, I guess it, well, technically it's the start of my week. I've already started my week. I only have four more days of work left. Yeah, buddy. Doug, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Bro, I don't want to go to work ever. I don't go to work tomorrow. Fuck you, JJ. Yeah, man, fuck out of here, JJ. Yeah, JJ, what the fuck, Celebrating your own shit. Yeah, go get the fuck out of here, JJ. i throw this bottle at you. Go, the, go home. I All do right. like your stare. I will. Later. <laughs> <laughs> He's already here. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you know this podcast won't survive without me. <laughs> what's, what's this podcast we'll be, called? We'll be fighting like... The Jaysalence. Ten minutes. No, no, no it's not Jaysalence. <laughs> it is not. I'm just saying that. I was giving you the honors. Yeah, he, he keeps the intro. It's actually just JJ. <laughs> I was like, JJ, I'm over here trying to make our new format and everything look jolly and fine. And you're over here calling it the Jaysalence. That's not even a real word. The Jaysalence. Neither is the Mexalence. It is a word I... I invented. Thank you very much. And I brought true. All words to it. are invented. <laughs> Damn, that's true. That's true. That's true. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. God damn it, it's terrible. There it is. There it is. Wait, no. What the fuck are you, JJ? See, Where the, did you only keep like? <laughs> yeah, well, you see this, right? JJ's gone. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like how we're all color coordinated. Yeah, we're all color coordinated. I like how you keep that consistent. That's actually really nice. God damn it, I'm a He's looking at this everybody. I'm looking for JJ in our little circle thing. That's not it. 
Um, Look at all those shades of green. I know. Uh, some kind of files. Yeah, why is your Why is your Wait? Why is your uh, desktop so bland? <laughs> oh, oh, because um, not one background. Yeah, no, I um, used it for lighting. When I didn't have enough lighting, the white of the background would light my face exactly. evenly. Fuck it, JJ. You don't get a graphic. You don't get to do the introduction today. I don't know why. Okay. It well, it's Black up. Heroes, so can I? Well, no, I got to find your picture first. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this just is... used it for an Instagram post. I, yeah, but that were, one's in orange. They were already uploaded. There you go. There you, there you go. Damn, I look black. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that's the blackest. Fuck it. What is the name of this show, fucking TJ? It's the Sync Countdown. Thank you. The TJ (laughs) salutes. Well, we all have a J. Yes. Black heroes. Black heroes. I, I like that picture. Top five black. Well, it's all dark and grainy, so that's the best I could do with it. But anyway, welcome everybody to the Sync Countdown, the the Black Slits episode. It's, it's TJ. Welcome everybody to the Sync Countdown. Oh, we are here. We are live. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, aka the Mexcellence, and I want to welcome you to our top five. Black heroes for Black History Month, TJ, JJ, Marco. I'll let you guys introduce yourself in a minute. But it's Black History Month here on the Sync Countdown here at the Mexicans here everywhere in the United States. So today it's the Black Excellence. It's, it's, it's the Black Excellence today. <laughs> the day of the Black Excellence. <laughs> so, you know, we it's were like. The return of the black. <laughs> <laughs> if, you could, if you could carry a tune, that would have been a great fucking lyric slash song slash joke. I wasn't prepared for that. <clears throat> oh my god, return of the black one second. If only you were gone last week, it'd be even better. I like how you're drinking your sprite. The just one to... time we needed him to be gone, right? <laughs> Jesus, not inviting me to shit, wanting me to leave the podcast. All right, guys, I get it. I mean, no, I explicitly asked JJ to leave, but moments ago. Bless you. It's just going to be Sam talking to himself again. <laughs> TJ just wants to hang uh, All of a sudden, we're just like, uh-oh. Where's TJ at? <laughs> As I was at home crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a still image. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have come this week. <laughs> you guys can do all this while I'm not here. Uh, I've been here for two weeks. <laughs> Not going anywhere next week either. <laughs> so, all right, Mark Morrison, chill out. Anyway, I do love that song. It's a great. It's the it greatest great song. song. It is a top five all time great songs in my book. Got you. Party songs at the very least. But anyway, for Black History Month, we do have uh, uh, at least one black person on the next list. We rotate sometimes. We have more than one. But uh, I don't know where he's at? Today, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know why he's at. We should have kicked off JJ again. Fuck. What are you doing here, JJ? Stop not being black. Okay. Hang on. Let me concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You done? You want our powers? Sure. <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> How do we transfer them? Their earrings, their ears, their ears, their ears, their ears. <laughs> I'll teach you. <laughs> I'll unlock your potential. No. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going unlimited power. But to my left, introducing himself, of course, we do have. Hey, guys. It's TJ. I am super super high energy this week which is happy i feel good 
It's a good day. It's a good time to be here. And the guy I keep. And I got real sleepy just like just two seconds ago. So. <laughs> you moments ago just said you had the most energy. Yeah, dog, it's a wave. <laughs> you ran out of Sprite Tropical. So yeah, dog, that's my that's my that was my energy flow, dog. The so, sugar rush ran out <laughs> <laughs> immediately. It just went in. Nope, I'm done. But over there we have somebody who I guess I guess we'll have on. We'll leave him on. We have. I'm JJ. I am just a bundle of energy as well. <laughs> we couldn't even bring we, we have like, I don't know maybe just like a nice reverence for black history to the point where we're not just being silly we're gonna have real serious picks for our black heroes right guys I actually uh, no. tried to uh, take some time in my list this week yeah and I'm actually pretty impressed with my list I'm not gonna lie my list is solid but it's also like my hip shoot from the hip sh- uh, answers and so I'm still kind of proud of it but there could probably be better ones that you guys will say and I'll get mad at but otherwise, I'm confident. But I don't know if you can get mad about black heroes. Like, so, unless yeah. you pick like a white dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> my my number five might have some controversy. But, but. I, I also I also tried with this list to not go with like some of the basic options, like like the auto wins, like MLK, right? Um, yeah, um, Muhammad know. Ali. I tried to be more contemporary. No. Well, 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 wait, well, wait on that one. But calm lastly, down there. Though, um, but lastly, though, just real quick to introduce himself, we have. Oh, I'm Marco. Let's move on. Uh, I made the graphic for you. You Enjoy the graphic. Okay, now it's done. Why is it purple? No, anyway, back. Because I can't do green because the green key is out. JJ. Yeah, don't we have... This is the magic. Don't you try and align us with colors. Therefore, if you align him with a color that's green... I need to get a fucking purple microphone then for him. I don't want to use purple. That's a terrible color. You were going to say something else. Say what you were going to say. No, purple is evil in almost any... Purple's royalty, thank you very much. That's also true. Which is usually generally evil. Yeah. <laughs> What's green then? Envy? You like envy? No, I, I like, just money. like Green Lantern. It's will. It's life. <laughs> it's orange. Sun. I don't know. Sun kissed. Yeah. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump. Fanta. <laughs> um. So yeah. So, You're so lucky. You didn't JJ that. sad. That makes no. sense. <laughs> 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 That's how <you> respond. <laughs> oh, God. It's like Sam's Voldemort. You can't. Can't three times. Don't freak dog. <laughs> no, there was a moment explicitly. At, we were drinking uh, at we were at the first bar after axe throwing. Yeah. Where, where you started bringing up Trump, and I was like, I'm gonna. Okay. <laughs> three steps back. Let's Good. change the subject. And You're then learning to be an adult. Fuck that. What? I didn't say anything pro Donald Trump. No, no, being an adult. Fuck that. (laughs) Childish forever. (laughs) Fucking podcasting, no rules, no job, nothing. No health insurance. Fuck yeah. Look look at Sammy. He's actually getting real better. Like about everything, though. Trying to. Shit. He, he, I, I was with you, dog. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I was up to date with at least at the very least that y'all guys were going out. So I was like, there's no way this podcast is happening tomorrow. So I was yeah. like, I got another week to come up with. Yeah, five yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like Selena Black, <laughs> Black Heroes is sometime uh, next year. We'll be my, good. my Selena review coming soon, guys. <laughs> Leave me alone. There's only so much I can do. Period. Uh, <laughs> I had nothing else there. <laughs> but, There's only so much I can do, and that this comma is going to become a period now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. But you know what? Like I, we mentioned at the top of the show, and, and what the name of the show is, and what the show's about, is our top five black heroes. So here at the Sync Countdown, we talk about our top five everything. Music, personalities. What the fuck are you laughing about? 
Dog, hey, time out. I what get... about the you two laughing about? Because off-camera Jess is laughing about something as well. She's playing Mario Kart. Game. Oh. <laughs> Why are you in an A and B conversation? Because it's a podcast. This is an A, B. Well, C, C that you don't get out of this conversation we're having with the people on camera. Hey, look, we're having a conversation. Uh, I relate it. I try and make sure You that. were snickering while I was trying to do my introduction for the reverence Bro, of Black History Month. Stop, stop attacking him. This is the wrong month. At least wait till next week. He's got an extra day. I can't hold out that long. <laughs> you decided to put every which other topic this month instead of actual black history shit on the one day that we get it. It's, and the one day we get it, you're giving me shit. It's love. Fuck you. Love is more important than black history. <laughs> In the scope of things, I think love conquers all. Uh, no, so fuck out of here. You can't have Black History Month without love. Yeah, love black people, so talk about us. Exactly. So therefore, we needed those love episodes to show love for black people. Thank you. I'll be here all week. So, with that said, I'm actually going to let you go last because it's... <laughs> then you get to finish the show. You're exactly, the first yeah, show you, you get to tell us who the most important black person is of all time. It's a hard line. So it's, The answer true. is Jesus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Middle Eastern's black, technically. There's Dominicans I would consider black, of course. But what about the true Middle Eastern, like Mediterranean folk who are dark-skinned? Jesus had w hair like wool. Only black people can do that. Oh, that berry juice. <laughs> and chicken grease. It's <laughs> our secrets. <laughs> Someone's going to believe you put chicken grease in the there, right? Dog and watch. When they wash it, I'll like, oh my God, my fooling locks. <laughs> is that what Jericho juice is? Yeah. Just chicken grease? <laughs> You've never seen it made, dog. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, you're going to be our definitive choice of who's the most important black person of all time. So gotcha. with that said... That puts JJ at the number you're, five you're wrong. spot. Crap. Yeah. Th this first one's going to be wrong. Like, all kinds are wrong. <laughs> number five. My favorite black history by black hero, Deep Space. <laughs> I thought about going like Oreos. That's my favorite black thing. <laughs> but it wasn't that. It's black heroes for our top five here on the scene countdown. So, JJ, what is your number five? My number five is uh, from the world of fiction, world of comics. Okay. Uh, Boo! You can't even give us real dad. <laughs> my number five See, is Piccolo. <laughs> hey, 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 we haven't got my list yet. Hint, chill. I'm just <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> did, everyone pick, did everyone pick Piccolo? No, I was, I was going to make that joke for sure. <laughs> you stole it. Fuck you. You're welcome to me. JJ, you, yours is from the world of comics. Yes. Uh, it's the first black superhero I remember, like, really making it popular in my youth. Mm -hmm. And it is Spawn, Al Simmons. Oh, oh, oh so my God. He's number five because you could, he's more of an anti hero, but I mean, He's, he's fucking Spawn. He's Spawn, right? I mean, yeah. There was always the Black Green Lantern, Black Panther. <laughs> you chose this guy? Why, JJ? Why? Because he's so dark and brooding. Because he is uh Spawn is like the most successful and longest running, like independently owned comic book property. Uh there is. He was created by Todd McFarlane when he left Marvel, him and a bunch of other comic book art artists left marvel and dc and started image and they all basically worked as individuals and the company made its money on the back end of the sales so they all own their own 
creations and everything. So Todd McFarlane owns Spawn. And Spawn kind of helped carry Image for a while. Like, it was oh, the yeah. best-selling one. It's by far the most successful out of the original series that came out but from JJ, those years. But, JJ, there's a problem. What's that? There was one time in the comics where he became a white man. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one time in the comics when Lois Lane becomes black. So. <laughs> hey, that was a thing? Yes. yes. How? The she well, they, wanted they to new issue every month. <laughs> years, this was like Bronze Age, I want to say, when like all the powers were ridiculous as hell. Okay, so like you're black now. <laughs> she wanted to see if like Superman or Clark Kent like actually loved her, uh, it, or like for who, who she was. Oh, right, this was the seventies. Right, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't. So, something along those lines. I mean, I don't actually have the comic, so I can't like give you a really clear synopsis but that was right. basically the premise of it well i mean i forgot why you <laughs> turned white <laughs> this can't be i'm a black man i just i just love that, that one right there because i looked up a spawn black and they gave, i wanted to find his face what, what was the actual character al name? simmons al simmons and he's also played by michael jai white which is interesting yes. enough yo dog i don't know if it's just me but Whew. <laughs> the temperatures in this room is at an all time high. Oh, because oh, you're wearing a sweater. I Fuck, I keep wearing a sweater. Uh, but no, I don't look sweaty. I have to, I have to, I have to suffer I... for your art or, <laughs> or suffer. We Wait, it's, it's the black comment of the month. This is means... literally the third week in a row you've worn all black. He wasn't here three weeks ago. This is the second time that you've I'll, worn all black. I was there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing black. <laughs> Doc, I have other colors in my wardrobe. They're they're just not as just not not as nice on the pot. Like see black contrast against this bright green. I'm trying to always look good. For you. I only have green things. So yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we can just put you on the other side very simply. No, but then we have to look, we can't change colors. I can't be like I can't switch like Marcos, purple, green, yellow, black, white. Like no one knows what he is anymore. So I want to make sure that I'm in line with orange. I mean his shirt is orange, he can get your mic real easily. No. I like orange. You know, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you what, like we should actually all go with our colors next week. <laughs> like just wear I like mean, Power Rangers? <laughs> I mean that was that was kind of the idea. <laughs> like that we thought I was like, okay, I only this these are the foams that came in one pack, so I didn't really have much of a choice. But I was like, you like green, uh, you like orange because you're UT. I always had red at the old show, and then JJ, you just got blue. Because fuck you, because you know, <laughs> but blue is also no, dope. Yeah, so. but you're also cool. So like cool blue, like the Gatorade, <laughs> Arctic Frost, whatever. Arctic Frost, Glacial Freeze. Ooh, time out. Actually, before we continue on with this African American topic, where we get to discuss the greatness that is black. After we talked about Spawn for three minutes and then proceeded to <laughs> move on from that bullshit. Yeah, fuck Spawn. Um, no, this got me thinking because like we, you know, we're we love Gatorade. What's you guys really's favorite Gatorade flavor? Fuck red. That's a fair answer. That's like, a, no, but there's like watermelon red now. Don't confuse me. Just red. <laughs> it's gonna taste pun. the same. No, but they have like the like limon in it as well. It's like the Mexican Gatorade. I don't need that. I just need red. JJ, JJ. Uh, lemon lime. You know what's funny? Lemon lime is the only one that's like I like yellow. Like you don't say yellow Gatorade. You say I like red, blue, and lemon lime. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it because <laughs> <laughs> yellow just sounds gross. I like yellow. Yeah. Get away from here, you fucking weird what, what sex you, pervert. What about you, Sammy? Oh. Because my go-to, I have three, I guess, but 
I mean, it's it's going to be make everything. So yeah, dog. We said favorite one because I am an indecisive man. Um, if I'm just going, most of the time they always have it. Cool blue. If they don't have cool blue, which they usually do, they have uh, grape. And if they don't have grape, which is my probably my favorite because you can only get it at the store, lemon lime G two. The sugar-free one? Ugh. I like it, man. It's like that translucent Ninja Turtle green. I love it. Dog, it's you say black delicious. person's weakness, lack of sugar. Jeez. <laughs> don't take me it's low calorie. I don't think it's lack of sugar. But point is, it's whatever's available. The G2 the grape one kind of tastes like purple Kool-Aid, actually. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, it's G2 really is, a, is a solid Gatorade <laughs> option that's not available at all Gatorade sources. Your number five is Spawn. Yes. And I agree with it. He's the lord of the underworld. He's trying to get his woman back. Or something. That yeah, movie like, sucked. The movie sucks, <laughs> but like the actual lore and history behind the character is pretty great. Like it's a really tragic backstory and cool. Right. <laughs> and yeah, like he's he's a character that's never been like really altered too heavily. Right. Except for apparently the couple or so issues where he became white. <laughs> <laughs> but like they never tried to whitewash him in the movie. Like right. for example, he's he's always been black. He's very much black. He's Michael <laughs> J. White. Michael J. White. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most black people of all time. <laughs> he likes kung fu. Your number five, Marco. What yeah, is I your number five? Completely went a completely different direction. I sent you the video thing. Oh, I didn't even pull it up. Honestly, did you send it on Facebook? Yeah, uh, so underprepared. Oh yeah. I'd, well, no, I didn't think you'd have video. Honestly, so well, the fact that you came prepared, I appreciate Marco. I appreciate that you were at the ready. Well, some I, of us I, love this podcast. All right, <laughs> we're trying our best. And some of us are not hungover, but are very tired. So I wanted one fictional one so that we could all rail on it because it's going to be kind of hard to like rail on an actual black dude <laughs> and not come off as racist. <laughs> Rosa Parks didn't do anything. Like Stand up. Fuck you, Rosa Parks. <laughs> Should have stayed at the button. <laughs> exactly. We can't yeah, even rip that. Yeah. The one if Rosa woman... was real, she would have thrown hands. <laughs> the one white woman goes, oh God. <laughs> so you know it's bad when you roast Rosa Parks. <laughs> The Roast of Rosa Parks brought to you by The Mexcellence. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the show. I wouldn't want to watch that. <laughs> the Roast of Rosa Parks. Doug, you'd have to, what is it, uh, block out my face. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't. I wish I was clever enough to come up with The Roast of Rosa Parks. That wasn't immediately offensive. I mean, so, it could be uh, a three-minute clip. That's about it. Uh, that's, that's probably the amount. Of All right, so am I going top down or bottom up? Uh, Fred Hampton's number five. Okay, so there you go. Fred Hampton. So who the hell is Fred Hampton? Man, you're uneducated. Goddamn right I am. Yes, he is, dog. What's new to this? It's <laughs> hey, the same countdown, number and, 55, dog. And what better way to be ignorant so that you can tell the people out there who may not have the infinite knowledge that Marcos Lira has to know and learn about Fred Hampton? So Fred Hampton is a member or a founding member of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. Are you are you about to go militant on this motherfucker? He's That's fine if you do. <laughs> well, this one this is one of his speeches about multiculturalism, about him uniting a whole bunch of people. It's actually like he had a meeting with the young lords, which are the basically Hispanic, yeah, um, Black Panthers in Chicago, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's not as militant as Huey or any of the other people. I mean, he still had probably one of the most tragic ends because of, of how he got gunned down. Oh, I did actually hear about this guy's story at the beginning of this month, actually. That's where, like, the FBI had, like, a whole case on him. Like, we should kill it. Is that where he got killed with his pregnant wife in the Yeah, same he got bed? killed with his pregnant wife at the, like, they raided his house for the for the guns because they would patrol the streets, like, to keep their the neighborhood safe. Right. Um, 
But yeah, overall, it's just more about what he preached. Like you can play the clip at any point. It's all it's all good stuff. I mean, there, I don't know. That, well, there's not a lot to expand on it because, for the most part, it's just he was a revolutionary in not, the 19, late 1960s, and all he ever pre- preached was like, "Hey, let's get together." Like, I mean, he included white people in that speech. Like, right. it wasn't. A lot of people have this misconception about the Black Panthers being what they are today. I guess, basically, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which even then is been completely hampered and, and hamstring because Nation of how much. Yeah. Well, they went after the Black Panther Party, so it's like. You know, from the remnants of that, you have your sex and your things that are people still doing things. But yeah, I mean, they historically the Black Panthers have not had a good time. No, COINTELPRO <laughs> definitely fucked them up pretty good for sure. Uh, but in general, I mean, this guy was a dude that uh, he didn't live to be very long uh, old. In fact, I'm sure we're all older than he, he ever lived to be. Mm-hmm. But um, he was an honors grad at college, and all he ever taught did was like he would walk up to people on the street and be like, "Hey." Uh, you these are your rights the police can't do this they can't do that right like just to i mean in that time you you had to know it's a lot different from now like we wouldn't be at the point where we were are today without people like him right so revolutionary i'm with it is it okay if i do that no okay (laughs) (laughs) for those of you listening I put up the the black power fist. Just uh, I'm not even sure if it's the right. Slide. I'm not even sure if it was the right one. I don't know if it has to be left or right hand. Not exactly sure, but your number five, my number five. Coincidentally enough, is the perfect fusion of your two picks. <laughs> it's Black Panther. It is not Black Panther. So you picked someone uh, who is of a comic book fame, and who had a movie done of himself. Um, you picked a black revolutionary uh, from the you know 60s era, 70s era type of person, you know. So what better pick for my number five to be, one, also portrayed by Michael Jai White, and two, also be a revolutionary who's trying to get smack off the streets from his kids. Of course, I'm talking about dynamite, dynamite. There's no empty here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you one more time. Where's Nipsey? Ain't nobody seen Pippin' Jake for two days. And he ain't been by here with your money. And I know I forgot something. Tiny, get Pippin' Jake out of my trunk. Tell him the rest of my money by Wednesday, I'll make him stick himself. <laughs> Who the hell is interrupting my kung fu? Fucking <laughs> so, so, well, you're looking at me just <laughs> no. a little bit. But one, Black Dynamite, when I, when I was like, okay, Black Heroes, Dynamite, Dynamite. dynamite. Uh, the, the thing about this movie, and, and one, I, when I was a kid, I actually liked the movie Spawn. 
I was really into it. I was into the games and stuff. Um, so then one, it's like kind of like my reverence for Michael Jai White and just being a kick-ass kung fu master. But then two, when I saw this movie, it, it was recommended actually by Spill at the time. And they were like, yeah, watch this movie. It's insane. I had only my reference of kung fu movies, which I obviously like. I've mentioned that before, Chinese kung fu movies. So when I saw this, obviously black exploitation parody of it, I was like, wow, this movie is fucking dumb. <laughs> but I love every bit of it because... Michael Jai White is just so goddamn charismatic. The message of him trying to save the community from drugs being sent through anaconda malt liquor, <laughs> making black people's wee wee small. That's the most. That's that's that just looked up like what the fuck? Yeah, that is a plot point in that movie. They have a forty ounces of malt liquor distributed to the ghetto to make black people's dick small. That's one of the premises of this movie. He also fights Nixon at one point. Yeah. He fights a, a kung fu master. It's insane. And I, I tried to watch the cartoon. The cartoon's a little out of out There's of a pimp named Chocolate Giddy Up. <laughs> There's a pimp called Chocolate Giddy Up. Uh, Bullhorn is, is is one of his sidekicks. Like, yeah. it's like, I mean, I only showed you just those little bits, but if you've seen the fucking movie, it's probably one of my favorite comedies. Obviously, I told you guys action comedy. It's like my favorite thing in the world. So this movie here, when you got good kung fu, you got Michael Jai White. You do not have good kung fu in that movie. It's, in this movie, it's... <laughs> but it's time for boom, oh yeah. Boom, boom. Get up in that a. <laughs> do you ever see any of the original like 1970s I... like movies that are this is a parody of? Um, no. That's the funny part about it. But the thing was that it played it so well that I was able to get all of the enjoyment out of it without all of the context. Obviously I knew bad dubbing and, and things of that sort. And I knew of shaft. I knew of like, you know, even Dolomite to a certain extent. So, you know, even having not seen those, I still found a ton of enjoyment out of this movie. So that's why my number five black hero is black dynamite. TJ for the vote that really matters. What is your number five? First of all, everybody's vote matters here for celebrating African-American heritage and history. Then the conversation is truly the treasure. Uh, my number five <laughs> is Miles Davis. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. No, I'm, I don't mean to laugh at your pick. I just mean to laugh at that one stupid bit in was it Billy Madison. We were talking about penis pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy pees his pants to make sure one of the little kids doesn't get embarrassed. And so he's like, everybody pees the pants. It's the coolest. And then the old lady comes up and she's like, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, inherently, instinctively, Miles Davis is the coolest man of all time. So mm -hmm. your pick, though, Miles Davis. Yeah. Um, I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm very invested into music play instruments do all that jazz um but one of the big did you do that on purpose you rat bastard no okay <laughs> no i didn't i'm just making sure i even caught it after you said it. i wanted to make sure that everyone else did as well no i was I, very um, upset about it i love like he's one of the forefathers in terms of just his influence into the jazz scene of the 20th century um you know i necessarily whenever because jazz is one of my favorite uh styles of genres to play and so you pull off a lot from him and i can't play any brass and coming from one of the favorite trumpeters who has like who has just so much style and power in what they're able to play oh man he is a monster i'll skip a little into yes yeah i'm on make you an album cover that looks just like this. I can just use that picture I have of you. 
TJ's. We need it. We need to be holding mean, an instrument, though. I mean, it's literally right there. It's the same thing. Go right here, and then like, go to the other image. Like right here, you just need to put like a trombone. <laughs> there you go. I mean, they're they're not actually coincidentally they're not that far off. <laughs> like, Damn I, it, I put DJ Manata, a hundred bitches. <laughs> yeah. Source of my powers. Source of your powers. No, no um, it's jazz. And the fucked up thing is when you get classic jazz musicians like Miles Davis, you go, oh man, I've heard that before. But the only reason why you've heard that before is because they're the pioneers. They're the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. They're the foundation. So when you play this, you're like... Yeah, it's quite... You, re- you really forget like all of like where jazz plays its roles into. There's plenty of African-American shows in between the 1970s to the you know, early late 19, uh, 1990s that incorporated jazz into their soundtracks. I mean, fucking the Bill Cosby show had it. Um, Bill Cosby used it a lot. Yeah. No no quote to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you had, a lot of things a lot of times. But you had a lot of influence that played into various different genres of music. So jazz is the forefather. Miles Davis is fantastic in what he's able to do. And so, you know what? Uh, like I said, I'm trying to be more off-kiltered with these picks. And um, mine would be Miles Davis, my number five. The coolest, Miles. The coolest. The I coolest. Got, I got a pick from this cloth. We'll get to that later. Fair enough. TJ, that was your number five. Yeah, nice, JJ. Nice <laughs> <laughs> Happen once a week, baby. JJ, what is your number four? My number four is a real person. <laughs> this time, uh, <coughs> it's a more contemporary hero, also a musician, also last name Davis, but his first name is Daryl. Daryl Davis. Ooh, nice. <laughs> This dude Daryl is awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, he was on um, Joe Rogan's podcast. But, yes. Uh, oh, let's take a look at him, though. But I've JJ, met him in real life. Go ahead and lead up with uh, the explanation for this one, because I don't know who this person is either. Oh, well, uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, he pretty much tells his story. <coughs> he befriended a bunch of clan members. Oh, that dude. I have heard yeah, this before. Yeah, and he, like, just by being friendly with them kind of sort of convinced them to leave the clan and repent their, you know... The clan uh, ways. <laughs> the clan ways. Like, <laughs> yeah, just by... Like, he never set set out to, like, convert them or, like, force them to leave the clan or anything. He's just, like, he wanted to understand where this hate was coming from. Right. And then just from, you know, talking to them and them, you know, having a civil conversation with each other slowly like the layers kept peeling back from the clan's right. propaganda and stuff and the funny thing about it is like he he's uh, every picture of him we have on google is him holding a clan robe yeah it's like, <laughs> it's like back in the day like as harsh as it sounds like they would collect scalps like that's like him collecting clan scalps it's awesome <laughs> like it's it's a kind of crude way of kind of describing it but like you know you see this guy you're looking at all these pictures right and he's just he's like look i have all these hoods these are mine now. It's like collecting like collector memorabilia. Like this is my class. He's gonna open a museum with him. Is he really? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> He's also a famous musician. Well, not a famous because he was in the back, but I forgot he played piano for someone big. I don't know if it was Elvis or who, but um, when he did, so there's a documentary that was made like in 2015, and he came and did like an open mic kind of thing because it was South by, so he would talk. And do stuff. And then we just pulled a piano from the back because it was at the Rollins Center. Uh-huh. Dude just jammed out for like an hour. Like, yeah. like he's 
really funny and he's really cool in real life too. And I th- and I think he exemplifies one of the biggest things that I don't think people realize, especially when it comes to political discourse. Um, you know, you can win over so many more people, so much more people. And, you know, there's definitely times to yell, but he's a perfect example of the opposite. Where, right. You know, just yeah. being, um, I think there's a dance between being civil and just being actually like human, right? You know, right. opening up the door for a conversation. Um, because, you know, words are really what are going to impact more people than any sort of violence will. But yeah, that's... that's <laughs> oh, every time it's like, it's fist. Are you crying? No. It's okay if you want. It's your time. It's your moment. I don't... It's your month. You don't have an do extra day. The, don't do the till tearing up thing, so... Oh, okay. Well, I'll tear up for a guy collecting Nazi scalps. <laughs> Clan scalps, if you will. Yeah. Excuse me? KKK and Nazis are different. Fair. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The Nazis don't call themselves uh, dragons and wizards Grand and shit. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, honestly, like, kind of don't blame people if you join the KKK, if you get some, like, cool-ass name. And, like, right. <laughs> I'm Grand Dragon. I'm like, hey, that's kind of dope. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to... Put an image of you. <laughs> Actually, you know, what? you know what? I'm gonna put this image of you, and it's gonna be like, I don't blame you if you join the KKK. Being called a dragon is dope. <laughs> all I'm saying, gonna be inaccurate. All, all I'm saying is I that you, you were gonna change his like card to say Grand Dragon TJ. <laughs> all I'm saying is that you know, you know, the Black Panthers didn't have any cool names, so I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, Black agree. Panther is the cool name. Everyone had the cool name. Nah, dog. I, would, I think they had like military ranks. I actually don't know. No, they were like the chairman and stuff. We just yeah, had dog, brown hats. I, I That's just, all the Mexicans yeah. had. Give, give me like you know what is it? Ultra Cougar. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was good. you yeah. looking at a Friday night for your date. <laughs> the Ultra, the Ultra Cougar. <laughs> a lion at his. <laughs> I thought that was the rare wine drunk yeah. Ultra Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> I will neither confirm or deny. Let's get you an ultra cougar for your Black History Month. That'll be our goal. Please don't. <laughs> but you don't need the ladies at the casino. <laughs> Bet you had your fair share of ultra cougars back then. But... Great pick, JJ. Yes, Daryl Davis, man of culture, number four. Marco, what is your number four? So everybody's pick when it comes to people right now has been all these like culturally significant things or people doing really great things. In yeah. The like black dynamite. <laughs> Sam, obviously. Um, but, um, no, my number four is pure bravado. This dude was just a fucking badass. Uh, he's a little bit of local history cause he's from Galveston, the Galveston giant, Jack Johnson. Oh, I mean, it's like Jack Johnson, Galveston giant. Holy crap. <laughs> that is a large man. So he was a boxer from uh, here in Texas. Uh, famously, just didn't give a fuck. Like he was married to a white woman when, right. at a time when that was illegal. So he got fined all the time. Uh, believe the, uh, I don't remember what the crime was, but it's basically um, moving a woman from across state lines to have sex with, but they were married. So you right. just got hit for that all the time. There's no sound to this because it's before sound was recorded. Right. And he was also a very dapper dude. Just kind of walked around wearing the nicest suits. Right. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> wearing the nicest suits. Bought, all, bought his girl's furs all the time. 
On top of that, just looks mean as fuck. Right. Uh, but no one could give him shit because <laughs> put him up, put him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, who's gonna say anything yeah, to that, that dude? Because he didn't like how do I put it? Like he has those muscles that come out whenever he's using them. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he looked normal for a while, but then as soon as he flagged, you're like, oh god. Right. <laughs> and then uh, his most famous exploit, like, is he got pulled over by a cop. And it's like that's a fifty dollar fine for speeding. And he gave the cop a hundred bucks. He's like, I'm going to be doing the same speed when I come back. So just keep the change. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't have a term for it back then, but that's some big dick energy. <laughs> I mean, like, imagine doing that now. <laughs> like, And he was black, saying that to a white cop. Right. Oh, my God. He's just embarrassing these poor white men. <laughs> wow. Just watching the film right now, his guy, stupid fast foot speed. <laughs> Like, these guys have no chance. Did he make it to 50? Uh, I don't know when he died, because he, he only fought for, like, 20 years. You know, only. Yeah, only 20 years. He lived to be 68. Damn. Especially in old school boxing? Yeah. That's a long time. I'm kidding. Those, those gloves are very small. <laughs> you don't punch as, as people as much when the gloves weigh less, because you'll break your hand. Yeah. yeah. Smith, oh, and go. finally in Sydney, when Burns disposed of Bill Squires. It was then, in Sydney, Australia, that the champion could take no more. I he's just walking this guy back and forth. Get off me. This looks like UFC, or like the Kunitane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then he knocked out Frank Dukes. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see this turn into a knockout, man. It's still, more, I mean, you're hearing the thuds on this yeah. old ass fucking yeah. camera, so he's making some sort of impact. But no, man, it's Jack Johnson. Yep, yep. that's really cool, man. Wait, what? That's a, that's a really cool man. Oh, that's really cool, man. I thought you <laughs> called him Pam. I <laughs> Did you hear that too? I heard Bam. Yeah, we didn't hear exactly what you said, but I no. was okay with it. I was like, I'll roll it. That's roll really it. cool, man. Great <laughs> pick. Great pick. I agree. Your number four. My number four. I had a I had a talk to myself because my number four was going to be a black father of television, but I couldn't decide because honestly, I swear to God, it's not Bill Cosby. No, no, <laughs> it's not Bill Cosby because if it was Bill Cosby, Mister Winslow. Well, that's the thing. This is the argument I'm having with myself, which I I don't know. Depending on your reaction to it, I, I don't know which way I'm going to go because Bill Cosby ruined everything. Because he was the black father that I had in my life, and then he decided to diddle people, and I don't like that. So he's never going to make this list ever, because fuck that. The second... <laughs> my number four, Bill Cotton. My number four. My <laughs> Mr. Huxtable. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Huxtable. Heathcliff Huxtable. Not Bill Cosby. Heathcliff Huxtable. No, but even then, he had like a sauce that made his kids like horny. It was weird. There's an episode where he made a barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. That he's like, just put a little bit of my sauce on it. And like, his children are making out with their spouses, and he's like, always does the trick. It's like, ugh! It's a real episode. I remember it. It creeped so, me out as a kid. So are we going to Ghost Dad then? No, we're not going to Ghost Dad. We're not going to... Uh, what's the other one where he was like a super spy? I Spy? There Leonard. Look, part all, six. All I'm <laughs> saying is that uh, whoever you're thinking about in your head... That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then I I'll know, let you, yeah. for Black History Month, have it. So the black father I'm choosing to audible to TJ's, <laughs> hopefully I'm not taking it, is in fact Carl Winslow, Reginald <laughs> Good. Good Vell <job>. Johnson. <laughs> because Reginald Vell Johnson 
is named Reginald Bell Johnson. That is one of the coolest names of all time. For me, in my book. Mm-hmm. Two, he's Carl motherfucking Winslow, man. Like, look at him. And he's was it Sergeant Al Powell in Die Hard? Yeah. He's just always a cop all the time. I just like to pretend that it was oh. also Carl Winslow in Die Hard. Oh, that's <laughs> behind this. Oh, he was too tra- dramatized by all the war that he saw with John McClane, so they sent him to Chicago to go hang out with the Urkel kid and whatever. But no, bet- between the two characters, of course, uh, obviously Die Hard was a movie I never saw until recently, but more so just watching Family Matters. Family Matters was a show I watched a lot. And so having fucking Carl Winslow just, you know, be there for me, be the good father, try to try to get all his kids together, put up with Steve's bullshit. Sometimes I felt like I was Steve, like I would just interrupt people and just be annoying and people didn't want to bother me. But he always tried to bother them, even though he fucking hated Steve. Man, Steve, stop trying to fuck my daughter. Stop coming <laughs> to my house eating all my food, blowing w- holes in my house. Like he was just such he was just such a great dad. Ace High Lounge. And for God's sakes, leave me alone. I don't know anymore. <laughs> That's a stupid boy. <laughs> Really do kung fu? Oh, that's right. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so, <laughs> so speaking of uh, stupid episodes where craziness happens, uh, Carl Winslow <laughs> gets put into a, a machine that makes him Bruce Lee, essentially. Yeah, Steve Urkel invents that. It's the same machine that turns him into Stefan Urkel. Right. And he, then he isolates like the cool gene in your DNA, and he enhances it so you'll be cooler right there but it is he can also manipulate it if you get celebrity dna to input some of their dna in you so he <laughs> got happened so- later yeah because he he turned into elvis in one episode and that's how they become bruce lee he got some bruce lee some of bruce lee's hair and put it in that machine and it enhanced <laughs> and <laughs> that's <laughs> why they become well they were running out of shit to do Yes, because it goes with everything. <laughs> I just wanted to hear the clip. Now everyone's being overridden. There it is. He looks so weird with hair. <laughs> that wasn't that high a kick. Well, that's called motherfucking Winslow. Look at that comedic timing. Look at that. I love it. My number four, by default. Yeah. Also, one last thing. Uh, this just always makes me laugh nonstop. <laughs> like, it makes me laugh so inappropriately. It's such a <laughs> dumb joke. But every time I look at it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Xbox 360, Carl on duty, Black Cops. <laughs> I play the shit out of that game. <laughs> I, I wish that was a real game because if it's just me playing as Carl Winslow, I'm about it. My number four, Carl Winslow, Reginald Vell Johnson. TJ, what is your number four? Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of reordering because uh, uh, to be honest, all my top five are all equivalent. So oh. for my number one. Um, but my number four is, you already know it. Type it out. Just go ahead and start typing. Oh, oh, I'll um, tell you if you're wrong. I'll just see here. Yes, of course. Of course. Like, it's not even, yeah, not even it's, a contest. It's not even a contest. The best like... TV dad out of all of them, James Avery. 
Oh yeah, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. It's not even a contest. It's not, and I had to, and I had to put <sighs> Reginald Phil Johnson against James Avery, and the deciding factor was the fact that James Avery is fucking shredder. <laughs> Dude, he's dope. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's fucking Shredder. Like, Carl Winslow is Al Powell. Cool. He's fucking Shredder. And look at those sweater vests. Sweater vest. No. Uh, uh, jokes aside, I, I, um, you know, one of the biggest things, especially growing up, kind of seeing how, um, seeing how, like, African Americans are portrayed in a lot of television and media. The one sort of neutral ground is uh, has always been black uh, TV black dads, right? You know, um, for Family Matters, I respected that because. Um, I respected that because, how do I put it? Um, it was actually just a middle-class family living a middle-class life, like nothing like super major, um, you know, with the, but then with James Avery, with uncle Phil, like loaded beyond all hells, seeing just kind of that interaction, but also they do a lot of great, a lot of great times of actually keeping it real on the show. And, you know, just all of that portrayal, being able to like, you know, really just kind of learn some of those learn some of those things from his character and right. then just learning that he's actually just a great human being in real life as well wait fantastic so is your whole life trying to be like uncle phil like you got money you're working on the money part you're you're intelligent you dress nice much like that i mean all you gotta do is go bald and have a son from philly or a nephew, nephew. from philly <laughs> and you're all set we are working on that part well <laughs> gotta, gotta find the plus one well, to because, make said children well because this is my kind of my alternate number four i had this clip in my brain already mm -hmm. and i fucking love it because uh was it will and carlton get put in jail for whatever reason due to false pretenses i think they said they stole one of the other person's uh, yeah. car and so they locked him up, and he's like, you know, well, did you, you know, you, why didn't you notify me? Were your parents like, ah, we don't need to tell you, you black son of a bitch. And he's like, oh. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> oh, who are you talking to, my friend? Barney Fife. <laughs> Vivian, please. Now, officers, I'm sure we can clear this whole matter up quite easily. Would you please sit down? We're busy now. Oh, honey, we're about to get very busy. <laughs> yeah, original Black Viv. Black Viv! <laughs> sit down. Hey! You don't talk to my wife like that. Now, wait a minute, buddy. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Who the hell do you think you're talking to? What's going on here? Can I help you, sir? I'm Henry Firth. Good news, Mr. Firth. Your car is safe and sound, and we've got the perpetrators. Those aren't the perpetrators. Those are my partner's son and nephew. Partner? Legal partner. But I've got a few questions for you. When you got this alleged confession from these two young men, did they have a lawyer present? No. Because I'm their lawyer. Did you notify their parents? No, because we're their parents. So, officer, don't tell us to wait. And don't tell us to sit down. Just open that damn cell and let those two boys out of there. I'm going to tie this place up with so much litigation that your grandchildren are going to need lawyers. <laughs> now bring me those turtles. <laughs> it's that one. That's the one that reminded me of, of kind of that whole situation. I just, I, oh, there's I, another one too that I like too. Go ahead. I can't use. Oh, it makes me weak. Uh, oh, no, yeah, no, this is kind of my number four. Oh, gotcha. I, oh, oh, I love that one. I didn't have Reginald Bill Johnson ready. I didn't, he wasn't going to be my pick. So I'm a little more prepared with this one, but go no, ahead. No, but I mean, just, just things like that. Like to be, I mean, just full disclosure, uh, went into like, like law will always be my end goal. And this is definitely part of the inspiration. The other part of the inspiration has nothing to do with black people. But like like I've always loved the thought like like the thought process of of just what he's able to portray on that show, what he was able to like bring about and just always like you never like but still being human with how he played portrays that character. So James Avery is fantastic. I think that like, you know, 
people still love him to this day. Yeah. Like, he is the quintessential TV dad. I know people who grew up with the Cosby show, um, you know, outside beforehand of everything, Bill Cosby was the one that a lot of people defaulted to. And but no, to me, like the proper always, heir to the throne. <laughs> like Uncle Phil is number one and will always be number one. Yes. Does that mean like the dad from Blackish is sitting on the sh- on the throne now? Hmm? The dad from Blackish, he's like the only black TV dad now. Current. Current. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, damn. I've never seen that show. I actually I've heard it's know. good though. I watched first like season and it was good, and then I just didn't keep up with it because it's TV, it's network TV. So, but one last one because I love this. I do love that clip. Uncle Phil hustling some hustlers in some pool. Ah, uh, yes. This one also has Giles theme. A hundred dollars a ball. That's <laughs> <laughs> who? Oh, Giles theme. This one can also be played with Giles theme. Uh, okay. It's <laughs> my favorite line, though. hundred dollars a ball. <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself a game. <laughs> Jeffrey? Break out, Lucille. That's such a badass <laughs> line. <laughs> Also, I kind of secretly want to be like if I before I lose a bunch of weight, I just want to get like some suspenders and just have like that look right there, just like the big bald chubby black dude. Like that's a that's a look gonna have right to there. eat some melanin extra. extra. Oh, no, I need to be black. I need <laughs> yeah. black. I'm already bald. I got the beard. I just want to have suspenders. I think that's really you could pull off that look, sir. I I could I could try. Take out your number four. Take out your friend. That look. She. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> like literally nothing changed. It was just a, it was just a pose. Yeah. Oh, but it was a light. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, dog. My number four, Uncle Phil. My number four, Uncle Phil. You, are you taking it back? Ungrateful bitch. Yes. JJ, what is your number three? My number three. So we're going back to the land of comics. And this one's probably, like, the obvious one. I'll throw my phone at you. Don't take it from me. (laughs) Take it from him. He deserves nothing. What's my last name? Morales. Miles. Oh, well, that's... (laughs) Oh, your primo? Yeah. Primo. (laughs) Primo Miles. You only like him because he's partially Hispanic. No, I like him because he's Spider-Man. He's not even the right kind. (laughs) We're making divisions now? That's that's how the whites win, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) You need the points anywhere you can get. <laughs> Don't start, <laughs> start ruling out qualifications. Miles Morales, look, yeah, you know, totally looks Mexican, Hispanic, yeah, whatever, you know. He does not look Mexican. <laughs> JJ, other than he's Spider Man, why do you like Miles Morales? Um, because you know when they said that they were gonna kill off Peter Parker, I mean that's that's a heavy thing to like throw out there right like you're you're just gonna kill off spider-man and replace him with like some new guy that'd be like you know someone taking the throne someone replacing uncle phil you can't do that you can't replace uncle phil (laughs) um but they did it in a smart way like miles was his own character he wasn't just you know peter parker except we made him black now (laughs) he's he's his own character he has his own uh flaws and abilities too his his powers are different than he has like electric spidey stuff Mm -hmm. right yeah and he can turn invisible in this one yeah oh shit can you do that in the comics i actually i haven't read read Morales in the comics i was about to say like my only like interaction is this movie and i 
And I will honestly say that to this day, there's one of the best movies, not superhero movies, but just movies I've seen. That that scene right there, the first time I saw it in theaters, oh my god. The art in this movie is actually really, it's insane. Really... No, yeah, I, I tell people you can just pause any part of this movie, and you it's can a just, screensaver. It's a screensaver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was like the, I made a joke with I think it was uh, of all movies, um, Predator. Yeah, the way Predator shot, it's a really pretty looking film. So I told people we're not talking about Predator. No. Black people, black people. <laughs> Carl Weathers isn't fucking Predator. He's as black <laughs> as you get. I'm surprised Actually, he didn't make my the black list. Black dude that dies in the mud probably is blacker than oh Apollo. well. In physically, yes, but <laughs> but you can't be uh, proverbially, I guess, blacker than Apollo Creed. Damn it, that would have been a good pick. <laughs> you don't know the rest of our list. Fine. <laughs> My number th- T is number three, Mister T. <laughs> Apollo Creed, baby. Apollo Creed. No, so but in that, I said that movie's so pretty, you could take any frame out of it randomly and and make it a print. And this is, is definitely the same instance as well. Every frame of this damn movie is so goddamn beautiful. And it's because yeah. he's black. Thank you, JJ. But also, like, continue. <laughs> we didn't mean to well, get you off there. Yeah, because it was, like I said, th- this could have gone south very fast. And, you know. And it tried to be. People are dumb. Yeah, dumb no, racist. yeah. There was definitely, there's, and there's still definitely people that are, that just view Miles as a. Black Spider-Man? Yeah, as a black Peter Parker. They're like, oh, we just killed off Peter Piper, Parker to... <laughs> Peter Piper. <laughs> Peter Piper. Man, I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the, the, the fan base embraced him. Like, we... He outsold, like, the... Because he's Ultimate Spider-Man. Right, right, the, yeah. It's the division of the two universes. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man was outselling like main universe Spider-Man for a good while after Miles debuted. It's because he's Ultimate, <laughs> and ultimately, it's because he's black. <laughs> well, no, it's he's a good character. It's dope. He's I mean, a the movie. Character. The movie did gangbusters, and everyone thought, "Ah, this is gonna suck." Then I saw that trailer, and I was like, "This is definitely not gonna suck at all." So I'm See, glad. And he it was also able to anchor that. like it doesn't feel like forced. It, yeah. it, for lack of a better term, it doesn't feel like they're they're forcing themselves to write like. Oh, you mean like um, Lady Thor? Yeah, like Lady Thor. I mean, I'm all for making all characters whatever the fuck, but it's like, hey, we made Thor a girl. But why? No, in context, that one also kind of makes sense if you read the. Yeah, the, no, it's, they it's can like, make it make sense and write it to make sense. But Miles Morales, even like the similar I, upbringing, I think a better example of someone getting pushed and not really like it's just. But why is just Captain Marvel existing? Captain Marvel's existed for a long time. They just re- I meant the girl her. Captain Marvel in the comics and in the MCU. It's just like they push her really hard, and it's like, eh. No, I've never seen any. I've never met anyone that loves the MCU and is actually. I meant hyped. more in the sense that like the writers aren't like, oh, now we have to write black stories. No, they're yeah. just writing stories, right? And this is and a perfect example. They're, of that. Yeah, they're being real with it. It's so. like this. I have this thing where every time I see like a show where you know. Uh, Latinos or uh, there's a Latino character. Yeah, I always feel like the Spanish is forced. Oh. <laughs> like, like they about Ese? Yeah, like they'll yeah, do yeah. shit like that. Primo. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my favorite one is when they try to cuss in Spanish, but they can't say like puta madre. Like, they can't use yeah, no yeah. words. So then they just like make up a Spanish bad word. I'm like, oh, you know, you know uh, that show did that right. The George Lopez show. <laughs> <laughs> the only Cabron, he was born to fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but when like a 
just you know throwing it out there some netflix shows like even seis manos which uh-huh. is written by oh man i quit that show so fast right oh really <laughs> but yeah. even in seis manos it kind of feels like oh you're you're just reading the spanish off the script like this this isn't flowing naturally <laughs> right this isn't... buenos dias <laughs> it's like a dora episode <laughs> it's really bad it's like... like i tried i probably got like four episodes in and was like this is not i can't finish this Oh man, we're gonna go to our pueblos back home. You guys ready to go? That's, <laughs> Stuff that's like exactly that, yeah. Oh my god, my rich Chicano heritage. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. See, no, I gotta give you. I, I'm with you in terms of the forcing part. I think that one thing that I always tell people all the time is that you know, if you're gonna make a namesake superhero, you know, African American or a different race, make a new character. Do it like how Spider Man right, yeah. does it, where they make a new character. You don't have to make. I don't want Peter Parker to be black. That's not the same character. Make a new character and then just write them strongly, and so yeah. that way they can just thrive on their own. I mean, and writing then, is a problem in anything, though. That's true. It costs money to have good writing. Not, <laughs> and then next time, you know, they're gonna have the Hispanic Spider-Man. The if one we from do, the, it's twenty ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, the one from the but future. He's half Irish, half Mexican. Oh, Miguel, Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> yeah, O'Hara, Miguel O'Hara. Maybe. He's gonna we be also in have Aranya. Ah. Yeah. Who gives a shit about Aranya, really? There's like 12 <laughs> different Spider-Mans at this point. Well, I, there's there? no, there's like an infinite amount of Spider-Mans. There's well, a, Spider-Cop is a thing. Right. But what I'm saying is like 2099 is the one that people are like, oh, that's cool. We like him. But yeah, he's half Irish and half Mexican. It's I'm very confusing. Very excited to well, see what they do with the sequel. I mean, I like potatoes. So that Spider-Man's the Spider-Man for me, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like potatoes just, and whiskey. Are you just going <laughs> to so she could serve you potatoes? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you're Miguel O'Hara. They, what if they, they are redheads. Have you not been noticing JJ flies out to, <laughs> to Ireland every other week? He just drinks Guinness all the time in the hopes. I do. <laughs> I do order Irish stouts. Holy crap. He's like, can I get a Guinness and a shot of Jameson? He's going to wake up like his beer starting to turn orange. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be lucky, John. Yeah. Oh, Where's my shillelagh? The amount of Jameson I've had in my life. <laughs> it's practically in your bloodstream <laughs> at this point. But JJ, you're number three. You've, you've drank shit out of a boot, so you're a bad example <laughs> of, of how to survive taking shit, all right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, that's some accomplishment. Yeah. Like, what? anything you I do, count it as a compliment. You have to earn the boot. You have to score a try. It's a cool thing. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would have got to the line. Uh, wait, you know what's what? waiting ah, for me yeah. at the other end? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Taylor has the most assist in the game. I don't understand. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not drinking the I'm not drinking yeah, the dip spit. The I don't want the dip spit. <laughs> drink the goddamn. I mean, you could do a Zulu instead. That sounds worse. What's the Zulu? Uh, you run naked across the field. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I will streak, and rather than drinking the dip spit, yeah, I'll streak for free. I'll just blame it on the cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's not normally like this, guys. It's real chilly out here. It's 100 degrees and... It's not normally inside me. Whoa, whoa that's how cold you are. You just it's have to take cold. it that way, man. I think you have a mangina. Anyway, Marco, what is your number three? So we saw um, TJ give out a shout-out to Miles. So I'm giving a shout-out. My number three spot goes to the grandmother of rock and roll, Rosetta Tharp. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> oh yeah. The only every time I hear is that I think it's gonna be followed up with stone. And so <laughs> I got caught. I was like, is that a real person? <laughs> <laughs> like Mavis Beacon is yeah. your number three. Like, <laughs> Hold on, I lost, Busters. Um, I lost your goddamn playlist. Hold on, give me a moment while I put her, pull it up. But because uh, you had the clip ready. Yeah, but yeah. go ahead and explain a little bit. How more. are you eating those like popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> Side note. Side, side note. Jess is eating uh, sour, sour skittles. So Rose- camera. Just literally. Like, <laughs> like, like, what's happening? So you're like Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Rosetta was really so she's a really famous musician, uh, most famously for the song "Rock Me" in 1938. But she's overall seen as a influence for Elvis, Keith Richards. No editor. correction. She was Elvis, and Elvis totally stole everything from her. I mean, that is an argument that can be made. (laughs) (laughs) There is an argument out there that maybe puts that in place. No, fucking listen to the music and you're like, oh shit, she was doing that seven years before Elvis came out? Holy crap. 15 years before, but yeah. I was trying to be loosely generous. But yeah, man, I mean, the clip that I picked was, it's actually in the the 1960s, but watching her shred even then, like, because she was doing it the entire time, is amazing. Oh, yeah, oh, I probably cut, and I come in cut it on like 30 yeah. seconds in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let me tell you what I come in on. That's a good-ass video, too. Oh, yeah! Primarily the gospel music, but... Put fucking... Microphone near your chin. The laugh technology was just in the middle of Oh, yes, how it rang. I said it rained, children. Rain, oh, yes. Didn't it? Yes, didn't it? You know it did, didn't it? That's a baller ass, like, fucking Street Fighter level, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the train goes by. (laughs) She's singing over it. That's nasty right there. That was awesome. But no, that's a great pick, dude. No, you, I would watch clips of her and they'd be like, you know, the sis- sister Rosetta Tharp. And, and let me see if I can find another one where it's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that riff in every song ever. Because <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, there we go. Here's some of the solos, right? That's La Bamba right there. <laughs> Johnny be good. Like, come on, man. Like, what would you say in the 1960s? What? No, no, no I'm sorry. It was from the 1960s. Yeah. Her first big hit, I think, came out in 1938. <sighs> man. Fucking sister Rosetta Tharp, man. I dig it. You're number three? My number three. Your number three. My number three. It's not music related. That being said, it does have a very, very popular track that's associated with him. TJ, stop looking at my screen and have a little bit. 
so that your eyes don't tell. Because every time I do, I pick my thing, TJ goes, oh, that's a good pick. And it's like, no, let me build up to it a little bit, because this guy... Fuck off. This this guy got me through a lot of stuff. Now, this one was hard, because... um, Actually, none of my picks, you guys aren't going to pick these, my honorable mentions on this pick, because this one is a lot of black people raised me when it came to television. Oh, it's Bernie Mac. It's not, no, it's not Bernie Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about earlier than the Bernie Mac show, all that stuff. Because one of them that almost made the list, but then he got overridden by him, was the family from Gullah Gullah Island. Because they're amazing. What? Don't you roll your eyes? Give away your pick, by the way. I know. It's, this is very quick. It's fine. They weren't looking. And so, no. Gullah Gullah Island is great. Come and let's play together. It's great. They were awesome. I loved the whole family. They were a big inspiration. It's my favorite show. But then you go, okay, after Gullah Gullah Island, what do you watch next? Well, you I'm... Big Father Bear? I, no, not Father <laughs> Bear. My number three is Jordy LaForge, a.k.a. Kuta Kinte, a.k.a. LeVar Burton. <laughs> I like this pick. It's a good pick. My eyes did tell. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can't go anywhere. Friends to know. Ways to grow. A reading rainbow. Oh man, this kid's by a creek reading by himself. Show made reading look cool, right? Is that what happened with the books? Got books with a rope. I mean, he's not even in the intro, but Lavar Burton, man, all together, just in my life, just as just a one, like just a cool ass dude. I like, never saw the Reading Rainbow. Sophomore. Ever. At USC. He read your books, Still, man. What's without nice a car. It's not, uh, knowing you needed to be much closer to campus. It was just more a matter of... He answered um, an ad placed I by the Jewish fraternity I saw that commercial probably more times than I can Sigma count. Alpha Mu. Never saw the show. Oh. Well, that's your bad, man. I mean, Reading I Rainbow. Plane. Reading Rainbow's great, man. And the best part... Oh, <laughs> Mark goes out there. Fuck books! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sell weed and hamsters. Way before that. Yeah. It's because you didn't have literature in your life. Yeah. You were like, I got to find adventure out in the world. So you just ran out of shit to do. So you're yeah. like, what's the next level? Sell weed, hamsters for risk. Yeah, these you these letters aren't going to feed me. <laughs> you could have been reading. As the frat house tended to be noisy into the evening. His habit became to do most of his studying in the overnight hours between he's 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. So he's been doing this for way too like long. I'd be sitting there like, yes, LeVar. <laughs> Read me a story. You know, it's like that. Um, but the other thing about like Jordi LaForge and Kuta Kinte, like historically in media, he's an icon, man. And, and his daughter's actually really cool, too. She also does stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, what was it? Uh, community. There's a clip of... Uh, uh, fucking Troy from Community meeting LeVar Burton for the first time Somebody and this is one of the most relatable things here. I could ever see excuse me I'm looking for Troy Barnes Pierce Hawthorne sent me hey Troy hi I'm LeVar Burton <laughs> Pierce got LeVar Burton to come here for Troy is there anyone he can't produce? Now I'm really getting mad. Why am I the only one he decided to torture? <laughs> I 
I'm really glad I you picked this book because my number two is Childish Gambino. I never wanted to. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta hear this part. This is the part that I fucking makes me laugh. I told Pierce a thousand times I never wanted to meet Lavar in person. I just wanted a picture. You can't disappoint a picture. I hate you, Pierce. I hate you so much. <laughs> like that's how I, that's how I feel if I met Lavar Burton. It's like him and Bob Ross and Martin Yen from Yen Ken Cook. Grandma Auntie is now following. Welcome. <coughs> Thank you for following as we're talking about Troy meeting LeVar Burton. That is my number three pick. What, what can you say? What can you say? He was in Roots. O.J. Simpson, people forget, was also in Roots. But he was in Roots, too. And they chopped off his goddamn o. foot. O.J. Simpson was in Roots? O.J. Simpson was in Roots. <laughs> and he ran, he ran very fast. That was, like, his thing. He's like, we're going to go hunt. And then they just showed O.J. Simpson just sprinting hella fast. Like, Wow. He is definitely an NFL linebacker. And then he gets <laughs> captured in a net, and then they take him away. Scene. <laughs> but that's my number three. LeVar Burton. The more you know. And knowing's half the battle. Those are two you, different things. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your number my three. number three is actually I going down the hero route. It was, I mean, and mine's pretty basic. Um, if you hasn't been listed yet, and it's not Black Panther, it's the other guy. Um, to me, this is like my first exposure to like a television black superhero from cartoons um no what not not uh, when i think of heroes you got to be a little bit older dog you got to go to the original which is uh john stewart as the green lantern oh yeah. no not john stewart as in from no the daily show, daily show. <laughs> john green while i love lantern. while i love static shock i was like oh static he was shock, not first sure. <laughs> he was not first um, no, be a little bit of the age difference coming out for him to think Static Shock, though. Honestly, um, yeah. well, somebody already mentioned it in the chat already, so no, that's I mean, why I, I, my brain was already there. I love uh. Static. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. It's just one of those things where uh, you know, whenever you like think of like uh, like um, the initial starter, right? And it was really with the Justice League uh, and the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Like he, uh, John Stewart comes in. Um, this is my real first exposure to like having a black superhero on the screen. He comes and gets the fine Hispanic winged lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Hot girl was Hispanic. Yeah. Super Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> like mega Hispanic. Um, and no, and like he's just busting chops and just being a really cool character. And so for me, this was like my first exposure. And then we get into Static Shock. Who is, <laughs> who is the, who wants to say, well, best. <laughs> he's, he's, he's super cool. But no, uh, John Stewart is mine. Yeah, John Stewart. There you go. Oh my God. <laughs> Pyron Borealis is here. Welcome everybody. People are just starting to follow, but we're talking about our black superheroes. And John Stewart, man. He, 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 also, yeah, he's the one who initiated my love of Hispanic women. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Is that it? Are Dog, sure? check it. He, you, hot girl sure? is Hispanic. Are you Search sure? it. Are you sure it just wasn't that Hispanic women are just super hot? That too? Never said that. So how is? I thought hot girl was black. No. I mean, no. That's Vixen. She's Egyptian and just keeps getting reincarnated. I mean, I don't know how it works in the comics, but in Justice League and, and just, Justice League Unlimited, she's Hispanic. She's totally Hispanic. Like, let me see. Hundred percent. She's Yeah, she has red hair, but it's Hispanic. This is weird. Well, I mean, she's also an alien, but like, it's a planet of Hispanics. <laughs> I want to see if she's. Is she, is this there must be lead in those old. Yeah, it's that hot girl. But. Guy tends to leave a trail. Oh yeah, we'll she's super him. Hispanic. Oh my god. Can bash him with her magic mace. Why does it hurt him? It's made of nth metal. 
Your people's technology was developed specifically to repel oh. magical creatures. That's, that's it disrupts the magic that like. animates it. That's uh, the creature knows from... only rage. Seeks <laughs> yeah, that's a totally Latina right there, for <laughs> sure. Sure, you gotta talk. I'm like, yep, the tank top, the red, <laughs> hair, the the contacts, <laughs> the green eyes. <laughs> I've been pulling it. And look at the John Stewart back there, just like. I think yeah, the voice yeah. actress is actually Latina. I'm no. not sure. Only oblivion. Near to speak. Your mace may be the one object on Earth that can grant him peace. What are you saying? Your favorite movie's Old Yeller. You know exactly what he's saying. Is this my... Take it out back and kill myself? <laughs> is that what she's saying? No. That's way out of context. There's a... I've seen this episode. That's oh, not the point. But no, she's... Uh, but, but no, John Stewart's pretty dope in this entire show. And so then this kind of led on the bridge to... And also was the it was a great example of um, what I mentioned before, where you don't have to have the same namesake as a character. And the Green Lanterns do this a lot. And I and outside of John Stewart, I don't fuck Green Lanterns because you're not really special if you're not the if you're the only, not the only one. They got an <laughs> right. entire corpse, you know, bitches out there. <laughs> like I can replace I'm a, you. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan, but I actually don't like how it's like. There's like nine of them now. Yeah, there's like oh. there's the there's the <laughs> eight, Rainer, the only Hispanic one. Woo! There, there's the Asian uh, the Asian well, homosexual one. There's the chick now. Woo! Sorry, I'm that's the newest one, right? It is no, a Hispanic. The newest one is a little black girl. What the fuck? Who keeps getting? <laughs> who keeps dropping these rings? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Little blackest night, man. Little... A lot of lanterns died. <laughs> blackest night. Y'all That's not... the name of the storyline. No, yeah, it's Black History Month. And the blackest night, the most green lanterns. Uh, yo, let me tell it. you straight up. If that ring fell on me, I was like, nah, niggas keep dying. <laughs> I want to see if it comes up. Yo, where's Batman money? <laughs> Wait, is this Batman. the one you're talking about? That's the Hispanic. Yeah, chick. that's Jessica Cruz. Yeah, that's, oh. that's the black one. That's the black one. There you go. There you go. We got Janelle Monet as a fucking Green Lantern. I dig it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be against that. Janelle Monet's super fine. Well, I'm going to the one that they re- like, they replace Hal Jordan with, and that is a uh, Mr. John Stewart. Mr. John. The number two, second one, not the fifteenth. Okay. Afro chick. Next to no. after Jessica Cruz. <laughs> I was after like, the Asian dude, <laughs> after the Hispanic dude. Oh, I forgot about the Asian dude, Simon Baz or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Well, that is your number three, not your number two, but your number three. My number three, yes. JJ, what is your number two? No, Black. No, he's hero. the number two Green number, Lantern. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. I had to clarify for the other folk. They're not dumb like you. What? <laughs> you say that, and I'm you're right. That was, that was so mean. I'm so sorry. That was unnecessary. Yeah, Slayer, those 90s, he's like, yo, Sammy, people were saying nice things. A lot of people were in the chat. They jumped in. A lot of people just decided to show up. It we're sounds. at 14? We were at 16 earlier. Yeah, we're at 16 again. Welcome, everybody. We got a surge. So we're talking about our black heroes for those of you who are just catching up. So JJ is actually starting our number two round. JJ, who's your number two black hero? My number two... Black Hero is more of a role model. Uh, he's still around today. I follow him on Twitter. He is a man of science. Is it? I know Neil it deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> oh Halfway my through, God. I thought it was going to be Martin Thomas. It's his birthday today. Martin yeah, Thomas. Martin Th- Black History Hero. Number, number zero. So it's, it's the OG internet black dad. <laughs> I gotta make a pillow that says that. The internet's OG black dad. It's just fucking Martin Thomas. Yeah, dog, we talk about TV's dads, but Martin Thomas is the OG internet dad. Hold on, let me see if I can find an image of Martin. Let's see if Google helps me. What? None of these people are Martin Thomas. Oh, there he is. There he is. I'm about to say, look at that. Yeah. The internet's original black dad. Come on. <laughs> Look at that face. It looks I mean, like he doesn't want to be in that picture. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Oh, there. There's the picture I took of him. 
There you go. That, doesn't that yeah. look like the internet's first black yeah, dad? Yeah, internet's... <laughs> what is it? The inaugural, inaugural internet black dad. Well, inaugural. Ina- I said inaugural. You got there. It sounded, sounded a little bit different. Look at that. Look at that smile. Goddamn cat daddy. We're interrupting a, JJ's picks. He's wearing a... Fuck you, JJ. <laughs> JJ, you're not black. It's, it's my week. <laughs> you get yours halfway next that through the year. Right. Which is every he, other week because it's the excellence. But whatever. He's wearing a t-shirt <laughs> of his own face. How baller is that shit? Oh, my God. Nancy. Nancy is here. Is I can't read. Nancy 12 is here. Thank you for joining us. But, yeah. I like that. The Internet's original black like father. That. I'm going to get Cat that on Daddy t-shirt. Daddy Thomas. Oh, yeah. And then this one is that. Dizzying. Yeah. We can, we can look at Martin Thomas all day. But, JJ, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson is your pick. Yeah. And Neil deGrasse pick. Tyson in. This is my favorite picture of him. When, when he was, he in, was in high school, yeah. in college, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, ripped college, yeah, athlete. fucking shredded ass deal. <laughs> what the fuck? But of course, JJ, you're a man of intelligence, so Neil deGrasse Tyson must make your list. Yeah, um, I've always liked science. I'm just not very good at it. I, I I always imagined science would be more like you know how Spider Man does science, right. <laughs> just make web shooters. You're right, and you know you you fight crime at the night with your newly engineered web shooters. Take, right. Apparently, take, that's like twelve different sciences I have to master. To <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck a bunch of that. <laughs> I'm just gonna follow him on Twitter. <laughs> no, but uh, I've I've always liked science, and I've always found you know uh, space in particular. Very interesting. And that's what this dude talks about all the time. Right. I fucking love his run of Cosmos or whatever the, the show was. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. Like, I grew up on Bill Nye the Science Guy in Beaker's World right. and the Magic School Bus. So when Cosmos came back, I was like, oh, I'm watching the shit out of this. <laughs> I am on it tonight. <laughs> all of it. But no, I, I just keep looking at thirst pics of him. He's like, it's all thirst pics. Like, I'm like, it's like when he's young, he's all shredded and stuff. And then like here, I'm like, wow, that is yeah, a good looking man. Can you go back man. to the, like the last loadout that you had? Was that Neil deGrasse Tyson and Brock Lesnar? Uh, oh, well, let me let me jump. <laughs> I think I jumped too far back. Let me see if I can pull, pull forward. I looked up Neil deGrasse Tyson wrestling. So let's see. I think the picture of... Mm, I don't know. Who's that? That's not Brock Lesnar. Uh, is that? That's Dana White. Yeah. Probably that's Brock Lesnar, but that's <laughs> not Neil deGrasse. So fuck it. <laughs> How that? Any of those people? Anybody you know? Uh, that's Spock. Okay, well, it's not Spock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Neil deGrasse Tyson? Is that Dana White getting choked out by Neil deGrasse Tyson? Matt Sarah. So I don't know. Whatever. Everyone's enamored not by just his intelligence, but by his beefy, beefy nature. I mean, look at all of these are thirst picks. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's him. <laughs> that is him. No, the one to the right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I would want that to be... Someone photoshopped me in that picture. <laughs> you guys talking about my flex? All these photos, you guys yeah. talking about my flex? Now I can have the greatest flex. Yeah. Look at this biology. <laughs> and an afro. But anyway, Neil deGrasse Tyson, though, man. No, it's a solid pick. It's a great pick. I like it. Yeah. Science, bitch. I'm with you. Like, so, like when you realize science is way harder than you thought. Like, right, like, like, <laughs> like I was like, chemistry sounds fun. Now, how do I like do cool shit? And it's like, well, technically, your first you molarity mean, equation kills any interest. Fuck moles. <laughs> <laughs> I hate moles. I, really hate moles. <laughs> I hate moles. <laughs> but I especially hate moles. <laughs> Fuck you, high school teacher. 
I liked physics because I could actually like you know do it do, do it right yeah. yeah like so when like you know whenever they actually had vectors and you had to use calculus and nonsense I was like oh this is great and then like you know chemistry was actually just like some weird numbers you, you throw an <laughs> e in there and it becomes ten zero I don't know shit was wild and then you yeah. could die if you put the wrong chemicals in yeah in like yeah, they're like oh yeah and don't you know directly smell it you have to like carefully waft it right because otherwise you know it'll knock you out and then. You're dead. <laughs> and they taught all these kids in high school who just want to get high off of something. Right. <laughs> so. And then meth was made. <laughs> and then meth. Welcome to Fresno, California, anybody. Marco, you're number two. So continuing this trend of really solid picks, this pick is so solid, I'm going to say his name and then just drop the mic and let you all talk about it for 10, 15 seconds. Okay. Don't drop my mic. It's expensive. Richard Pryor. Yes. Ah. <laughs> ah. No, because you, you said Richard Pryor, and I thought Little Richard. Little Richard should have made my list. <laughs> oh, well, it happens. But Richard Pryor, man. Richard Pryor. Are He's you so, familiar with him at I, all? I am. It's just, it's been a long time. Like, So I was really into comedy for a long time, like stand up. And so uh, I wasn't, I was allowed to l- listen to Cosby. Uh-huh. And then I wasn't allowed to listen to Richard Pryor, clearly, as a child. So then I kind of went through that portion, but then I. Had to skip Eddie Murphy at his prime. I was still too young for it. And then I finally went back to Eddie Murphy. And then I kind of I, I did like a cycle. Like Bill Cosby skipped Eddie Murphy, came back to Eddie Murphy, and then just retrograded all the way back to Richard Pryor. I just know that he very much addicted to drugs, very much caught his hair on fire one time. Uh, caught himself on fire That was a, that was a suicide time. attempt, I think. No, it was, uh, it was accidental, they say. At least he explained no, I, it. I think he said in the documentary they made that it was a suicide attempt. Oh. And that's why everyone was surprised he was making jokes about it. Fair enough. He was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's just on fire. Sub your ass up real quick. <laughs> but no, man. I mean, what can you say? What can't you say about them that hasn't already been said? I mean, Fucking brilliant, he's man. one of the few people, him and George Carlin, that made jokes in the 70s and 60s that are still hilarious to this day. Right. And that's not... Something that you can even say about, like, even Dane Cook 15 years ago. Like, you. <laughs> We're talking about his heist monkey bit is very great, even to this day. But. And then, I mean, his actual backstory is actually really interesting as well. Where, I mean, uh, wasn't he raised in a brothel? His father was a pimp and his mother was a hoe and he was raped as a child. Like, all oh this God. really tragic. He actually kind of feeds the thing in my head where it's like, you probably have to go through some shit to be that level of funny. Right. Like yeah. Robin Williams also, like all those people. Yeah. Who, yeah. They he, all have- tragedy breeds comedy yeah. a lot of times, people will say. But um, you brought up a specific clip about a particular word. Well, it's just, uh, it, I didn't actually mean it to be this this um, weird kind of cultural statement made by a brown guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was when I just, like, I started the clip halfway through and I was like, this is like... Something really deep, and I, I mean, it was funny to hear. Looked in every phone book in Africa. I didn't find one goddamn prize. <laughs> I saw one familiar name, Jabo Walker. I called that up. This is in Arizona. <laughs> one thing I got out of it was magic I'd like to share with you. You know, it's like I was leaving, and I was sitting in the hotel, and a voice said to me, said, look around. What do you see? And I said, I see all colors of people doing everything. You know? And the voice said, do you see any niggas? And no. I said, you know why? Because there aren't any. And it hit me like a shot, man. I started crying and shit. I was sitting there. I said, yeah, I've been here three weeks. I haven't even said it. 
I haven't even thought it. And it made me say, oh my God, I've been wrong. I've been wrong. I got to regroup my shit. I mean, I said, I ain't gonna never call another black man a nigga. Yeah, fucking TJ, when Tommy's here, you can't be calling him that all the time. Because <laughs> we know that's your greatest habit is when there's more than one black person in a room, you love to drop that shit. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not Richard Pryor. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, you know, just in general. I mean, everything about him, he's always been, even his, uh, his movies were always like, I know you weren't. You said you weren't allowed to watch a lot of this, the stuff with your your parents and stuff. The Silver Streak, right? With uh, Gene uh, Wilder. I actually, it was a Gene Wilder movie, but <laughs> uh, it's probably not one of the best movies. But it was a movie we saw all the time, which is like uh, "See No Evil, Hear No Evil," something like that. Right. Um, one of them's bl- um, blind, and the other one's deaf. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they had. I actually saw like a little mini documentary about these two when re, uh, when uh, Gene. I was gonna say Gene Simmons. That's not what his name is. <laughs> when Gene Wilder. When Gene died. Wilder died, and so they, they brought up about a lot of these old movies that they did together, and it's like, oh yeah, these guys were on fire. These guys were just a comedy duo for the ages. I mean, you just look at this, you're laughing. <laughs> it's like just the what they can do. But yeah, that's the movie you're talking about. See no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. It, what the hell is? Kill the man? Is that what happens? Um, you could spoil it. It's a very old movie. Nah, man. We're just going to do a Sam Ain't Seashin shit and enjoy this movie. All right. <laughs> oh, well, comedy's a little hard to review, but we'll leave it at that. I mean, you're really banking a lot on that. <laughs> dog, these movie reviews. Selena, 2022. 2021, 2022, dog. <laughs> There's a lot going on in my life right now, guys. I appreciate your support. Well, you guys help me move I mean, two not, weeks from now. It's not our fault that you got a girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. Not our fault that you just don't want to do these movies. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys put in the amount of work on these shits as I do, then you could talk. But until then, don't say I haven't done any work, so therefore it's the same. Fuck you. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> well, I was going to preempt it before you could. Because <laughs> eventually your thought processes would have gotten there because you're both smart individuals. I'm just saying, don't just say You're getting real defensive. <laughs> getting real I'm so exhausted right now. Time for your shit. I'm literally on fumes right now. It's literally fumes, guys. So which is why we're going to go to my number two. Sammy's like, oh, man. I'm the only one on fumes in here. Like, we ain't all work. What the fuck is there? Amber Alert? What's going on? Turn your fucking phone off. What? It is off. Thank you for everything. All right. What's number two? My number two is... Shaft? It's not Nick, Shaft. And you're looking Fury. at it already. But God damn it, my number five, you Fair smiled. I didn't do anything. You smiled at it, which means you approved of it, which I, oh, sure. I also approve of it. But my number two is a, is a young man who, over his just long journey of life, has influenced so much in the world, uh, is, became the, the biggest pop sensation of all time. Has hair like JJ. Has hair like JJ. We're talking about, of course, the king of pop. Michael Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, would you agree? The Jackson Five. What? Oh my god! Fuck you! Black men don't sex crime or cheat. Right, JJ. TJ. 
tired. Get our letters right. I'm so tired. <laughs> a, B, C. It's easy. No. Michael Jackson, man. I mean, easy to pick up kids. He's a child. Them to Neverland Ranch. <laughs> you cannot keep a rhythm for anything, man. No, man. I'm punk. I'm off rhythm. But whatever. It's, le- it's Michael Jackson. I've, it's I've Michael actually, Jackson. I respect your pick. I'm not the biggest Michael Jackson fan, even before I found oh. out about all this. Oh, I know. But the, my biggest thing was just kind of conceptually about Michael Jackson just as a whole. One, just being a young kid during this you know era of music where it's like, oh, it's all psychedelic. And them going from like, oh, oh, he's just a little baby kid from this one family does make some great music, right? Got a couple hits. One hit wonder. That's it. And then he proceeded to be the biggest superstar in the history of the world. Like, yeah, but Ricky Martin did that without sex crimes. Ricky Martin is not the biggest artist in the world. I mean, for a little bit. I mean, no. everybody was singing She Bangs. She Bangs. That's because an Ill- <laughs> <laughs> a young Asian man was singing it, and they thought it was hilarious. Shout out to William Hung. But the idea is, no. I'm just letting y'all do this. You... <laughs> Fine. You cannot re- we can say what you want about his indiscretions or just whatever the hell. But the fa- the reason why he picks I pick him as my number 2 in terms of black heroes is because and this strictly from this uh. is MTV was coming out on cable. I want my MTV. Cable was like a new thing. You had to request certain channels to be, you know, added to your networks. <clears throat> and so people were like, "Yeah, I want my MTV. I want my MTV." And nothing but white artists and then Michael Jackson comes out, and his music is so good. The the album, the label was like, if you don't put them on, we're just not going to promote you guys anymore. We're not going to show our music videos. We're going to pull out entirely. And MTV's like, well, fuck, we need that sweet, sweet money. And, and then MTV said, we'll do it because he's white now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but at the time, he wasn't. He was, he was something completely different. And then he goes on to make some of the greatest music videos ever. One of the great, the highest selling album of oh, all man. time. I saw a really terrible meme about this yesterday. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's just like when he's zombie Michael Jackson. Somebody like posted a caption that said, "I wonder if he looks like this now." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't look like that. <laughs> no, but like just you, so you think about that. The, just the course of having black artists into the mainstream. Then you have uh, Martin Scorsese directing a fucking music video of yours oh he like, directed this one no he directed bad he i think bad i think it was i think it was both hold on i think it's just incredible that he made music videos like movies? actual basically <laughs> movies um i do remember like the last one that he made when it, when he was like i want to dance with that girl i forgot who was in it oh chris tucker chris tucker yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Rock, like, my rock my world, world. Yeah. oh i'm sorry no, it was bad did. where he did martin scorsese was the one that did you that go ahead then. But uh, when, I remember that music video starting up, and I was like, oh, I am I have time to make pancakes. This is a 20-minute video. <laughs> you know, it, it really was. <laughs> and it, yes, 13 minutes on like, yeah, like on just. Watch me get that girl. I'm going to get that girl. That ain't right. Oh, man, he looks so weird now. That girl's a pretty young thing. Come here, girl. He's a really bad actor at pretending to like women. <laughs> oh my god. Well, he only likes ghosts. She needs a friend. 
already. She needs somebody to hold. Let's go. <laughs> hey, you forgot to pay today. You pay it tomorrow. Come on. Come on. Like I said, this is we're like three minutes into this clip, and the music video is not even beginning to start. But it's a good song. It's a great song. But is there music in this? I also skipped 20 minutes. I was like, is there music in this? Uh-oh. Nah, this is the best part. He's like 52 years old doing this shit. Is he really doing it? No, he's really doing it. That's one thing that he's really good about. He doesn't, like, he does all his dance moves. I want a Shimon into a punch. It's great stuff. But no, just in the scope of history, Michael Jackson, untouchable. Even beyond the the allegations and stuff like that, it's like, you know, obviously, respect where respect is due, but fucking A, man. He made Thriller. <laughs> thriller. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. TJ, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is, actually, I think my number two, my number one, um, kind of goes with the role models as well. Um, heroes, role models, they're all kind of representative of you, and both of them are contemporary. My number two is just someone who I wish I could exude their energy and positivity all the time. I wish that, like, you know, their work ethic could match, like, like you know, I could watch their work ethic and just to see what he's able to do and how much joy he brings. Like, I just have nothing but respect for it. So my number two is Terry Crews. Terry Crews. The, the biggest, strongest, goofiest black man. I think outside of just being goofy, I think he's just like he's a like he goes he's, on. He's a good dad. Isn't he super into anime too? He, I think he just likes. Um, I think maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I know like, he's into gaming. Though. Yeah, he's into gaming because I mean, but like he um he's hilarious. But outside of that, like you know, he got into gaming because his son cause wanted his son, a, yeah. yeah his son wanted a, a gaming PC, and he was like, "Well, we're actually going to build." Like you know, he could afford to do anything right like like he literally was like yeah we're gonna just we're gonna buy the parts and we're gonna build together and then he got into gaming thanks to that why pick that clip there's a million like I actually mean... like, like <laughs> actual like good clips of him being so, a good so person you say he's in a gaming like what do i have to play to to fight terry cruz like I gotta get, <laughs> do i gotta get like world of warcraft or like is he a what shooting is, dude i think he's a shooting guy i'm ah. pretty sure he's like probably because he's, he's probably could... killed sam and apex <laughs> <laughs> probably i mean yeah. he's, he's one of the he's one of the icons for uh for uh what is it crackdown yeah he's in crackdown 3 uh, um, no, but I think Terry Crews is just as 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 time goes on, you know, and you hear more about him as he's an advocate for a lot of individuals. He's talked about a lot of his own issues. You know, he gets up on a complete routine, but he's also real human about oh, I things. Forgot. He was a Me Too advocate, like from the other side, because he, he got harassed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, let me touch your body. He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> but you know, like it, it, like it's just incredible to see, kind of. Um, and then he's always a ball of like positivity on the videos that he's on. Yeah. And he goes on to like, like he, he really does a lot of great work. And so I do super appreciate him. I know it's a little bit like, you know, a little bit slept on pick, but he's also a TV dad too. Right. And a great TV dad. That. And he's also a bodyguard in the back of training day. And everyone that goes, cause he was like, that was one of his first roles. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening was people go back and they go, man, yeah, you were in training day. And people are like, oh man, that seems fucking ruined because 
we didn't recognize him at the time. But now that he's fucking everywhere, it's like, oh, that's Terry Crews in the back just looking all hard. But we know he's a goofy motherfucker. All the things you said, good dad. We know him as a personality, almost a cult of personality at a certain point. Uh, the Cruz crew, they call it on the internet. And so, yeah, no, people love him. Like, he's got a fandom. Yeah. Hardcore. Well, so. he allowed a dude to put his picture on, on his debit card. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Permission. So, yeah, this guy was like, hey, Terry Crews, the bank won't let me put your picture on my debit card. So... Do I have your permission? He's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> cool ass dude. Terry Crews. You're number two? Anything yeah. else? No. All right, then. JJ, who is the most important black man in your life? Your number one. Numero uno. Black hero. Well, funny enough, it's not a man. <laughs> it's a... Uh... Is it fucking Piccolo? No. <laughs> it's a black woman. It's Oprah. <laughs> no, it's not Oprah. <laughs> Stay away from Oprah. <laughs> uh, she. I was a big fan of hers. Uh, just didn't know quite how big a fan I was. Queen Latifah. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it could have been Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> we we all had to get one guess. <laughs> it is Nichelle Nichols. Nichelle Nichols. She played Uhura in the original Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> God damn right. Yep. Damn. Hold on. Damn, that's a good ass, fierce ass look right there. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I'm getting the vapors just looking at that. Why is she your hero? Jesus Christ. So there's something that Ooh. Star Trek is pretty famous for in, in relation to Uhura is that Star Trek had the first interracial kiss right, on, on television. television. Right. Right. And her and William Shatner purposely fucked up every take where they cut away from it. So that they had to use the take where they actually showed the kiss. Like, they did that on purpose. They, they both planned it and were like, all right, they're, they're going to try to fuck with it and not air the, the scene. Let's fuck up every other take. <laughs> and so I, I got to respect that. Like, I didn't know that they, they like planned this far ahead. Right. Like, and like... especially for like, uh, Nichelle Nichols, she was probably out of the two. She was probably going to catch the most flack for. Oh it. no, shit! Right? Yeah. If, if any chance, you, everyone knows that black women always get the fucking heat, no matter what happens. Right. So the fact that she's like, I am going to commit to this, and then they do it. It's like, yep, television, history, and shaman. Funny thing is, I heard that they actually did receive a letter of complaint. At the station, uh -huh. but even in that letter, they were like, "Well, I mean, to be honest, I can't blame Kirk because Uhura is pretty hot." But <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he does sex up every alien and every time. Why not a gorgeous, gorgeous black woman? And holy shit, oh, man! I just can't stop looking at that picture, man. That's a fucking look right there. I mean, right. you got other pictures too. Jesus Christ! Not she was like also not only a female, a female of color that was like outranking a lot of the other male characters on the TV show. Is she right. waving or fucking up the Star Trek sign? Here? That, no, when she's old. Like you it was like two pictures ago. She's trying. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the rightest in her hands, man. You can't Dog, she's diagnosed with dementia in that title. Duh. Oh. Cut, cut her some slack, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Fucking Marcos. She's trying to remember. Dementia doesn't affect her hand. Oh, she's trying to remember. <laughs> she's only got half her memory, so she's only raising half, dog. It's like Hunger Games. <laughs> Whatever. It's fucking Uhura, man. 
Jeez. That's a great pick, JJ. I'm Thank sorry you. we've cut out come cut off every <laughs> single one of your picks with tangents. But you have some you have a great list. Thank you. And by the Thanks. way, I have a tangent, tangent free. Yeah. And by the way, Grandma Auntie just subscribed to Tier One. Thank you. We also have a very exclusive thumbs up now that you're a subscriber. I forget how to do it, but you could definitely hold on. Copy <laughs> it out. You. Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, if not, if we we'll stream just do more. Uh, <laughs> Four mechs, and then you get this little thummy up guy. Look at how cute I am in the chat. It's it's great. You guys can't see. It. You guys are hey. trying to look on the small ass computer. Guys, get it. Get us to hundred subscribers, and then Sam will actually buy us each a beer. <laughs> if you were out with us I would have bought you a beer but no you didn't want to come he was too busy buying his girl beer I have been I have been dateless yeah no I can't make out with bleeding I mouth about him <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend I Thank said you, you were much. buying your girl beer. She doesn't oh. need to be a girlfriend. To, to buy a girl's beer. Wow, um, weirdo. Um, now you made it awkward. I hope she's watching. He's no, made it awkward. Get worse. I can make it much worse if you guys keep going down this path. Let's not. I'm immortal. I don't feel pain anymore. Wait, what? You only feel pain. As <laughs> 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 if we haven't been there. Yeah, before. like, <laughs> Pain is over. It's 2020. <laughs> no pain whatsoever. I'm immortal. See how long that keeps up. <laughs> oh my gosh. JJ. Uhura, you're number one. Yep. Goddamn right. Marco, who's your number one so this black is hero? a really weird tangent, but it is actually my favorite, um, I guess, Afro story, but he's not, he's not American, for one. Uh, but so, Sam, weird, quick question. Hmm. Out of all the classical books that people are like, this is what you need to read, like um, Romeo and Juliet, blah, 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 blah. Right. What's your favorite? Um. Well, you know I don't read books. LeVar Burton did a great job entertaining me, but well, not yeah. influencing well, you me. You had to read these like in high school for the most part. Um. I don't know. So like, I don't know. The Jungle. I, or... I asked the wrong person. TJ, yeah, thank name, you. name a book that you liked a lot. Cause this of Mice and Men. There we go. Thank you. I said The Jungle... Sinclair, that's a good pick. So, that's of not, mice and men, it's about meat packing. It's better. But never, never mind. All right, you, you're throwing me off my game so hard. <laughs> Mine is the Count of Monte Cristo. Yes, I love that. <laughs> that's also my favorite book, actually. <laughs> I've never so, read it. Well, if that's the case, you guys would love the show <laughs> Hentified. They make a big point of quoting that book. So, so one of the side notes that. Uh, people do not know is that Sorry. the writer of the Count of Monte Cristo is black. Time out. You said, she said, you thought you meant gentified? No, hentified is the name of the show on Netflix. Dog, that, that, that totally could mean like five different things in Japan land, dog. <laughs> <laughs> thought you said hentified. I was like, I was like, I, was like, I don't want to. Hello, buddy. <laughs> Hentai as people is a gentrified play of words, not Hentai fight. <laughs> I was like, that's why I looked You're, you're swimming fight. in the deep end too fast, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy said, I love anime. <laughs> Wait, this is what anime's about? I get it, guys. Now I oh, understand. Man. Sorry, Marco. It's all right. It was time to interrupt me after interrupting JJ four yeah. times. Um, so the writer of The Count of Monte Cristo is black. Uh, but this is actually about his father. Thomas Dumas is my number one pick. His father? Yes. A uh, Haitian slave that rose through the ranks in the military that eventually was a general uh, and then pissed off uh, Napoleon. So that's kind of where his career ends. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, I mean, what's cooler than a Haitian slave that rose to the rank of general and got to wear that fly-ass French uniform? 
<laughs> How'd he piss off Napoleon? Uh, you probably called him short. It's actually it's <laughs> close. He's not wrong. Uh, when both <laughs> the generals would be in a room, he was a big black Haitian man, and Napoleon was a little... So he was more imposing. So Napoleon was like, I don't like that dude. He kind of in- intimidates me when wherever we're making war plans. And like they would disagree, obviously, as generals do. So eventually... Yeah, and he's like a foot taller than everybody in this picture. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. He just ripped a rifle from a dude's hand and is about to chop him up with a sword. <laughs> Jesus you just Christ. try to shoot me. <laughs> boy, get your ass. That is definitely a boy, get your ass. As a boy, get your ass. Whipping of some sort. Like, wow. So this started with you. And picking- he's an Assassin's Creed? What the fuck? He wins. Number one. <laughs> when you're an Assassin's Creed and a playable character or an NPC that's friends with you, number one. Well, just quick side note. Uh, fuck, Sam. You throw me off my game so hard. You're welcome. Um, You <laughs> literally forgot all of history because of my dumbassness. Yes. Jeez, He's God. like the funnel. Whenever we were. <laughs> the funnel. Did you explain that side joke? The cone of stupidity. <laughs> so in The Simpsons, which you never saw, there's a, there's a joke about how everyone that hangs out with Bart. Like, they, like sits in his general vicinity. If their Bart's, GPA goes down yeah. and they made a 3D model of it, then it was just a giant like cone. cone? <laughs> so me and JJ, actually, our GPAs would go up. Because we would sit next to each other, but everyone around us, we would distract them too much, <laughs> and br- everyone's GPA would come down. Yeah, y'all, I, actually, y'all's GPA was just staying the same, everyone else was going lower. You weren't going higher, you got, everything was just going down. Sorry, I look at the code of stupidity, and it's like, yep. Oh, no, it's a dunce cat picture. Oh. Is that where you guys were in, in <laughs> that's JJ in, in, in high school? No, we didn't really get in that that much trouble, I think. No. It's of course but, you didn't. You but get Thomas to... Dumas, yeah, is a great man. Oh, now I remember what the joke I was going to make. You, this started with you picking Black Dynamite. I picked a real life Black Dynamite. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but he doesn't sell drugs to the community. But I do appreciate it. French. That's a cool pick. Haitian. Throwing down that history, dog. Right. Look at that. I just love that boy. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> yes. Your number one. His father. My number one. You already hate my number one. I don't hate it. I just think it's funny. I just think I hate I'm you. here to make jokes. That's that's why you have bring us here. Yeah, my number one. It's it's actually it's, it's one person in particular, but it also can be included in a tandem because the tandem was the most important part in my life growing up. Uh, I'm gonna go in the realm of sports, and I'm gonna go into the realm of somebody who just recently passed away. My number one is really, if you think about it, and I had to think about it. It's not just a respect pick. It's not just an honor pick. My number one is Kobe Bryant, man. Like, when he died, I fucking, I couldn't handle it. I was at work, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking go to work. I don't want to be at work. I don't want to do anything. That shit hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. And I didn't realize why. I'm like, why the f-? He sports heroes. I tell people all the time. The people go, what are your heroes in life? I'm like, my folks, my family, people in my life that mean something directly, direct contact. But Kobe... Something different. Uh, I, I tell the story. I think I told the story when he died that uh, he called my house one time. My sister saw him at a club. She worked at the ticket office in L.A. around the time he showed up. And he saw him. She knew where he was going to be at. Went to that club. 
through this new invention called the cell phone in his vicinity and nobody picked up. So he left a message and we have that tape at the house and that started you slash that continued. Tape? You yeah. have like a, yeah. a old school voicemail. Yeah, Did he voicemail try and hit on your sister? No, <laughs> nah, man. I mean, if she shot her shot, I don't blame her. <laughs> oh, yeah, your Kobe? sister was slacking. Your sister was slacking. <laughs> if, I, if I would have had brother-in-law Kobe, that would have been great. Sam, you, you would have, I mean, it would have been way cooler. It would, I would have been talking to you motherfuckers. I would have been yeah, like, probably not. <laughs> I'd be yeah, I know Kobe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Kobe's brother-in-law. Like, what? I, I would be like, I, mean, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Point is, sister, why didn't you do it? But anyway. Um, why did he call your house? Oh, because she knew I loved him as a player. Like, she went to L.A. He was there. Had his tight fro number eight. And I, had, I have a shirt still of Kobe Bryant. Did you say you had a tight fro? He had a tight fro. Oh, I thought you so, had one in no. homage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw like, a tight fro Kobe. Just imagine you freaking out. That's Kobe Bryant's real message. Accidentally delete it. <laughs> but that's the thing of the way, the way fate works. So it was. I was actually at a parent-teacher conference that night. So the only person that was home was my brother. And my brother at the time was like, a teenager and he's like ah someone will pick it up not realizing nobody's home <laughs> like he was home and could have he called like three times but he left a message on the last one so he's uh yeah this is kobe bryant uh your sister's here with me and uh he just want to say you know hope you're having a good week and uh, god bless and uh uh thank you for supporting did it sound that awkward yeah mm. yeah because he was partying <laughs> he was partying and he had to be professional and kind of cool he's still young he's like i think at that timeline, he I mean, might have been 20, 21. He died pretty young. So. Well, no, but he was when he started, he was a yeah. teenager, right? So he was t- maybe 20, maybe 21, barely able to go to clubs, if that. Like, it mattered. He's fucking Kobe Bryant. And so ever since then, it was just like, oh, my God, basketball is life. And so then I got really into basketball. My dad loves basketball. And so he was like, and this is the other part of it, is um, he, I was always bigger than everybody. So he goes, you see that guy right there? Play like that guy. And, of course, I'm talking about Shaq. So when the both of them were on the same team, dominating through, I was 10, 11, and 12, 13 years old that the whole time, I was just loving it, man. That was that, that was the closest thing to success I've ever had because I'm a Raider fan in terms of sports, you know? Well, Watching my team oh, three people. I you were giving yourself another deep cut. I'm, no. I'm glad you stayed. No, there. no, man. Imagine, like, I've, I haven't felt that kind of euphoria in a long time when it comes to sports. Uh. A, a three P? Are you fucking kidding me? As a teenager, where you're just talking shit all the time about your favorite teams, mm-hmm. with a guy that is one that plays like you, Shaq, and is big and and showboaty and awesome, and then Kobe, this young guy who's just a god among men on the on the on the floor. Like you're watching that, you're like, yeah. And so when it all came ending, when it all crashed down, no pun intended, Jesus Christ. Um, it was like, man, that's like a bit of me, fucking God. I know I had to, I had to acknowledge it, but um. The tore a fucking huge chunk out of me because, you know, I don't look up to people, but God damn it, you look up to this dude as a player. And then, like, as people were mentioning, the second half of his life where he was becoming an animator, wanted to have an animation studio. He wanted, had all these other big dreams and aspirations. He had camp. He actually, my biggest regret actually is that he had a summer camp in Santa Barbara every fucking summer I was there. And a lot of my friends met him and did the camp with him. Never had a chance to meet him. I was like, "Ah, I'll see him next year. (laughs) So it's like, damn, man, all that time. But, uh, Nah, that's my number one. Fucking Kobe, motherfucking Bryant, man. I have nothing. And, side note, Shaq Diesel, aka Steel. I have nothing but respect for that pick. Um, you know, I'm also in the camp of like I don't really like like 
heroes, I never really feel like I'm impacted by anybody who's passed away before. Yeah. Uh, but then when you think about Kobe, it's like one of those things is like, yo, I'm, how many shots have I missed yelling out his name, right? Kobe. You know, just small <laughs> things like that. And like, you're like, the impact that he's able to make just uh, seeing how he was, like, like you said, like he had a lot of dreams and aspirations, doing a lot of positivity and like being a positive African-American influence in the world. Right. It's one of those things where it's a really copious loss and really puts in perspective of like, hey, you know, even if you have money, no matter what, you know, what, no matter what framework you are in your life, um, you really never know so try and live it to the fullest and like you know you made a joke about you know things that happened in his past and stuff but when you uh, before before the show before the podcast right just and like the people the the stuff that people will bring up and at the worst times but like if you look at his commitment to his children and the reason why they were taking the helicopters yeah that that was insane the, the reason why if you didn't know was that uh he wouldn't have a chance to go uh, visit his family, pick up his kids because of L.A. traffic. So he's like, I'm going to start looking into helicopters. I can get from point A to point B in 30 minutes. So he just started taking helicopters. And so the fact that it was simply for him to have a few more minutes of time in his day to be with his kids, it's like, fuck, man. Because his wife was like, I can do this. But he was like, no, I, like, no. I don't get that much time. So Right. So let me do it. I want to be a father. So, you know, all the all the things in his past, let's hope that, you know, part of his actions were to you know make up for that if there was any sort of thing that he you know was unsavory or whatever so there was a redemption there and i think that he didn't have a chance to fully redeem in a way that would change the world in ways that he already did just by playing a fucking game so like the impact that he made on the african-american community and just kids in general is insane yeah my number one rest in peace cope one more time i think so we did it the night one of the following weekends we're like father son holy spirit kobe so (laughs) All right, then. That's my number one. But, TJ, as the as a black man, this is the most black, important person in the world. You're number one. Got you. So, like I said before, I'm trying to avoid very generic picks. I'm okay. Martin, uh, Martin uh, God, fucking shit. Malcolm you, X. Did you just say M- MLK? Martin yeah. Luther King? No, I was like, <laughs> I, was saying, I was saying MLK, and then I was trying to think of Malcolm X and people like that, individuals mm-hmm. who are super mega influential so mine is very contemporary but i uh, gotta give an honorable mention to the original like you know uh original tv black dad uh he actually is from japan piccolo um, <laughs> <laughs> he he we all know he's black let's not let's stop playing go on what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Yeah, actually, just all the time, like, just yelling all just the time. Mad. He actually he treated like, he treated go on like shit. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, hey, I, yeah, I gave you clothes, I gave you a sword, fuck off. <laughs> um, I know my favorite one is Piccolo. Piccolo, nothing. You're getting lazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Piccolo, calm down. <laughs> um, but I love um. But one, one one thing that I really big to me, and I think probably one of the um formulative individuals who like you know to find my sense in comedy my sense in like you know like uh like a lot of a lot of my humor and things of that nature uh i gotta give my number one is dave Chappelle. ah see my thing was that i couldn't look up to him as a hero because one i couldn't repeat half his jokes (laughs) i put i put like black once again i put a hero hyphen hash uh role model um Because I think a lot of your times your hero should also be a role model, right? Yeah, um, I think that uh, he does does a lot of things, and especially now where people, individuals, hear him talking, mm-hmm. where he's actually a well articulated, very impactful human being. Yeah. Um, 
and 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 he's so smart. It's insane to just see how smart he is. I think that he just gave a speech at a, um, the Mark Twain Award. Yeah, he won the Mark yeah. Twain Award. And during for his speech, you know, he made comedy. some jokes, uh, but he was very impactful on how he's able to articulate those conversation points. And he brings a lot of things to light in terms of political structure and just a lot of common commonalities that we're going through nowadays into comedy as well. But I even, really liked his opening monologue on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night oh, Live yeah. was great. Um, just pulling some B roll. That's all. He um he like has nothing but respect for like a, a lot of individuals in the art. He he treasures like like honestly like I, I just think about like like comedy wouldn't be comedy to me if it wasn't formulated by what I mean what no child should be watching but you know my oh parents, yeah. yeah my parents didn't care the Ch- oh. the Chappelle show was fantastic I'll tell you this you know I told you like my parents didn't let me watch certain shows they didn't want me watching this show I still watch this fucking show like that's how like. Fuck you, mom and dad. I'm Rick James, bitch. Like, that's how I was. Well, I mean, damn. Yeah, I, no. I, I, I didn't say reckless. fuck you, mom and dad. I got real <laughs> coming, coming down. Yeah, I said, hi, mom. I'm going to go upstairs and watch this television. You had the jump button on your remote to, to cartoons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you watching? Like, uh, Squidward? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, I, I just think that, um, and to this day, he's done one of the, like, most respectful I mean, not respectful just one of the most like coolest things i've ever heard of like any individual do he turned down money he was just like i'm not gonna sell myself out for this right um and so yeah no and give dave Chappelle nothing but props and granted his humor's fantastic no, he's, he's a, funny dude <laughs> he's like you know when they talk about modern legends like he is a legend one of the funniest guys alive. The funniest guys alive I mean, it's him and then like a very deep chasm before you get like to the second best comic probably still right doing stuff today you know what's so like 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 it's hilarious because all comedians would be like well fuck like we can't match to dave Chappelle." it's just he has the <laughs> right. he has the like i honestly he has the best um what is it a uh, cadence and timing oh yeah it's his timing cadence uh, i kind of figured it out a little bit because he released four specials back to back to back it was like oh this is how you do it i liked it i mean it was just nice to kind of see the rhythm of what like he has a flow um yeah. And, you know, and like he like there's like maybe you might not love Dave Chappelle of everything, but there's rarely anything that he's produced that you won't get a hard, genuine laugh. Well, my biggest thing was that he walked away from the the show after two seasons and you and you look at every episode and every episode had two hits that people quote almost daily, I would say every fucking episode and then you saw that say every episode had two hits. I would say like every other episode had something that was like. Ooh, no, but even awesome. even then, I would just say one out of every one was memorable. There's there was an episode that goes by that people go, I remember that one, or you know, they don't say that. Anyway, <laughs> my voice is hurting, but the point is, in in my scope of things, is you're at the he, finish line, Sam. You can do this. He did not want to release that third season, the lost episodes, and then he they released them, Donald Rollins and uh, Charlie Murphy, and they were not as they were still funny, but they were not as good. And that to me was like a huge sign of respect because he goes, Isn't "This that, is not good enough for public consumption," and so I'm not going to. That's to not do why this. he left. He left because he thought he didn't like the way people were. It's like this was for black humor, and then like he's doing something with the n word, and then right. a white dude was laughing. He's like, "That joke's not for you." Right. And well, no, but, but but one of the ones that he was talking about in particular of those new sketches and why he didn't want to do them was the uh, the uh, stereotype angels on the shoulders. Oh, where, where, I don't yeah. remember that skit. So there's, there's a skit about he's like, uh, you know, what do you want for food today on the flight? And the little freaking Sambo comes up, you want some chicken? And like, it's it was like a not very funny, 
But he, he committed to the whole bit and then just was like, this is not Isn't funny. is the Lost Seasons the one that have like more of the Hollywood stories, I felt like? No. They only had just the two for real. And then the, the, the added ones were just sketches that just weren't as funny, honestly. Oh. Uh, the only one I liked was the Cribs one, but that was just because it was Dave Chabot by himself being stupid. But uh, there was another one where he was talking about, he had a little Mexican one. He's like, it's Leopard, illegal Leopard, about seat covers that they stole off the back of a truck. Like he got, he realized like, this is not this like you said this is the wrong audience they're not going to yeah. take it the way i see it and so he pulled out so i mean that's why he fucked off fucking... to africa and then just centered himself for like what 10 years or and, something and no and no he well, he was only gone to africa for like 6 months and then he just moved to ohio <laughs> and oh, really? then, yeah he like lives in ohio in a small town and like raises his kids and shit so and he's come out of his cave to make produce even funnier comedy. Well, there you go. I mean, he has like, I mean, if we're talking about like old skits. Sorry, I, I'm just laughing because in his new sp- skits, he talks about how uh, a lot of the Asian jokes because his wife is Asian. Asian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like if we're talking like old stuff, uh, like just a quick, some of my favorites are um, from his skits up the Wayne Brady one. Um, <laughs> that one still makes me laugh because Wayne Brady's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Um, shit, I, I actually, yeah, I'm with you. I genuinely like Cribs from one of the later ones. Uh, uh, piss on you, R. Kelly. Anything, R. Kelly <laughs> the remix does. and the original. Um, and then from his newer ones, his, his, I have not laughed at a joke, um, rather than on the, um, abortion joke that he made in recent, in the recent, uh, in the recent skit that made me die. Cause what was the he, that one? I forgot. No, I no. Cause he, no, one. cause he was just like, Hey, like, you know what? We have no right to tell women how to control their body mm-hmm. that is their un that is their un oh uh, i remember yeah he's one. like that yeah. is their unequivocal right you can play it as uh no that's juicy smooth yeah here no it's go. up there yeah yeah it's a quick one let's see here oh you gotta press i there we go i'm not for abortion oh shut up nigga <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for it, but I'm not against it either. It all depends on who I get pregnant. <laughs> keep on going. Oh, keep on going. Uh, <coughs> that's not the punch on it. Yeah, I thought that was one of the things you stand by. I don't care. I'll tell you right now. True. I don't care what your religious beliefs are or anything. If you have a dick, you need to shut the fuck up on this one. Seriously. This is theirs. The right to choose is their unequivocal right. Not only do I believe they have a right to choose, I believe that they shouldn't have to consult anybody except for a physician about how they exercise that right. Gentlemen, that is fair. And ladies, to be fair to us, I also believe if you decide to have the baby, a man should not have to pay. That's fair. If you can kill this motherfucker, I can at least abandon him. <laughs> it's my money, my choice. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, then perhaps we're wrong. Yeah, like he. <laughs> who else has the balls to say something like that? Right, and and not get immediately fired. Not yeah, not get blasted. I mean, granted, he did get like. He did get um, 
a lot of flack for this special. I think this and the Kevin Hart jokes are the ones that cause the most kind of turmoil. But yeah. I mean, most people who are like, like not even fans of Kevin Hart, but like, I'm not Kevin Hart, uh, fans of Dave Chappelle, but like anybody like who are not critics love this. Right. I mean, and, and he just goes on about different things and he like, it's his comedic time and just telling a story. And just I mean, fearless about it too. I loved, I've, ne- I've never actually had a bad time watching any Dave Chappelle comedy ever. But my favorite thing on all his lexicon of shit that he's done is uh, the Indian reservation jokes. <laughs> you've never heard. You've never heard that. It's one? been a minute. Probably you could refresh. From uh, was that like way back in the day? No, it's a stand-up comedy. It's not a skit. Mm. Oh, it's when he talks about like uh, everyone says all the Native Americans are gone, but I found them. They're in a Walmart in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I, I pulled it ahead of the Native Americans, but uh, no, Dave Chappelle and Dave Indians. Ch- <laughs> Indians. I don't know. It's to your peak of it, fuck it. Everybody feels bad for Indians. They get dogged. They get dogged openly because everybody thinks they're dead. These motherfuckers are not all dead. All right. I've seen with my own eyes. I've seen a gathering of fifteen hundred Native Americans. They were all gathered in one place. The place is called. Um, Walmart in New Mexico. There's <laughs> <laughs> Indians there. I'd never seen Indians before. I wasn't even sure if they were Indians. It's fucked up, but I, I asked one of them. It's not nice, but I seen him in the sports section looking at bows and arrows. I had to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to be rude. Um, are you an Indian? And he was cool. Yes. Yes, I am Indian. Still didn't believe him. I had to test him to be sure. This is fucked up. But I had a gum wrapper in my pocket. So I balled that shit up and I threw it on the floor. And a single tear came out. <laughs> this is from like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like this special like, I don't even know what year this was but god damn it is it fucking perfect so Dave Chappelle most important black person of all time he's he's um <laughs> god no I can laugh at his shit all day but I just right. think that he formulated like cause I've always told people that like comedies and like things like that are like I'm such a stickler on right. like I'm like Oh God, movie comedies! You'll see me stone faced. I think more horror movies more make me laugh more than right. comedies. Um, but I like I love stand up comedy, um, and I think Dave Chappelle is at the pinnacle and the apex in is. terms of that. He's formulated me the most. All right, and that's your number one pick. So let's go pick. ahead and recap everybody's picks. I'll let you guys get your lists out because I know you don't ever have them prepared. My top five black folk, for those of you joining us, uh, you can leave now if you don't want to get spoiled, but uh, my number five was Black Dynamite. My number four was, no, not James Avery, Uncle Phil. That was also your number four. I had to go with Carl Winslow himself, Reginald Vell Johnson. My number three is LeVar Burton. My number two is Shimon Michael Jackson. My number one was Kobe Bryant with a side helping of Shaquille O'Neal. TJ, what are your top five black folk? Shit. Uh, Miles Davis is my number five. James Avery is my number four. Uh, John Stewart is my number three. Terry Crews is my number two. And the GOAT himself, Dave Chappelle, is number one. And, and number zero is myself. Is, yes. is TJ. <laughs> I love me. I do, I do, I do, I do. You're the orange soda. <laughs> 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 Who likes orange soda? 
TJ likes it. <laughs> is it true? I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Oh, if y'all guys don't get that, you are not 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so that said, uh, Kel, uh, Kel is also Kel, our number yeah. seven. But JJ, what is your top five black folk? Heroes, my, even. My top five heroes are Spawn, Al Simmons. <laughs> uh, number four, Daryl Davis. Number three, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Number two, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And number one, Uhura herself, Nichelle Nichols. Shredder. <laughs> Shredder. <laughs> All right. And Marco, what is your top five black heroes? Uh, my top five are Dak Prescott. Martin Thomas, Corey <laughs> Coleman, uh, TJ. Excuse and Tommy. me. Pull your boyfriend. Pull your boyfriend from behind that controller right there, please. Oh, Mahomes. <laughs> He's uh, half though. Does he count? I don't know. Does yes. He... <laughs> <laughs> off. I almost gave you the cover of that because I hate looking at his stupid fucking face. I'm sorry that the Raiders don't even have a quarterback anymore. We have a quarterback. That's all bullshit. Point is, <laughs> point is real quick, though, Chris Ayers is on top of it. And so if you have your own list, you can always send them to us on SoundCloud, us Chris on Ayers Spotify. Chris Sayers is not black. <laughs> uh, Could have fooled me. Uh, iTunes podcast, uh, Google podcast, anywhere you can find podcasts. Just search the excellence. You'll find us there. And if you comment, especially on SoundCloud, especially on, uh, I don't know if you can comment on Spotify, but on SoundCloud, definitely. And on Twitch, if you comment, you'll get it right out. So Chris, his top five, he goes, oh shit, you included real black people. <laughs> my list doesn't, he goes, forget my list. Uh, he goes, all right, we're doing both. Keep my list. All right. Number five, uh, Shaq is Steel. Number four, Shaq is Kazam. Number three, <laughs> Marlon Wayans in the Haunted House films, the uh, scary movie. Uh, number two, Marlon Wayans in Scary Movie. Wait, what? And number one, Byron from Tammy and the T-Rex. That's weird. Yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> to be fair, I almost went down the same path he did. <laughs> it's like, number five, Agent J. Number four, Jim West. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, <laughs> Big Wheelie style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's it for the same countdown. Once again, everybody, you can follow us on every fucking podcast system. Uh, I like I made it like it sound like a solar system. Every podcast format. Just search the Mexlins. And if you want to find me in particular, you can find me, Sammy Gonzalez, uh, everywhere. The underscore Mexlins on Instagram. The Mexlins everywhere else. If you look on everything, you will find me. Just search the Mexlins. And be sure to go to Mexmerch.com. Get yourself a hat like this. It'll help us a lot, but you know, I what? know you guys can't see the logo, but this is a excellence. Awesome. Uh, hey, yeah, thank you for hiding. Yeah, the cat cap as well. Yeah. <laughs> Merchant branding. Where can they find you, TJ? Uh, holla at your boy on Instagram at TJ Man, on Facebook at Taylor Manansa, on all forms of social media. Usually, if you search up TJ and some sort of combination of my last name, you'll find me. Now, can I do the honors and slide it to my main man, JJ, over there? They All can right. find me by searching JJ Morales pretty much anywhere uh, at SuperSiaJ on Instagram or SuperSia underscore J on Twitter. All right, Marco, where can they find you? Just type JLMarco62 into anything. I'll probably pop up. Hey, what is that hat you're wearing that's totally of excellent value and importance? Excellent value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, who is your favorite Hispanic rapper? Uh, Chino XL would be my <laughs> perhaps be real. I pre- I would actually you know what be real would be would be my favorite. Uh, it would probably be Cypress Hill. We're trying to be real is from Cypress you guys... Hill. <laughs> you be real are... is the main guy. You guys from are Cypress you guys Hill. are killing our uh, killing our plug. Oh, you mean you mean um, what's the name of this concert series that's happening? 
what Braves? No, I don't know. No, no, is. the one in fucking uh, Austin. South by South, South by yeah yeah you mean <laughs> you mean South by Southwest featured artist Ray Tone Royal of Tone Royal fame of Sa- San Antonio Royal how have you never heard of him yeah I you mean, can hear his latest song called uh, Lake House by Tone Royal if you just do a quick I like how we plug him every fucking episode <laughs> and he doesn't watch this show he does not I for guarantee you he never watches this show you know what's really bad about him not watching this show. He has a two-hour drive at least twice a week to San Antonio to do his job. <laughs> he can't <laughs> listen to <laughs> Don't tell me you can't make time. <laughs> How can he listen to our show when he's only listening to beats from exactly. more? <laughs> he's listening to lo-fi. So party at a lake house. Exactly. Late now we lay down. Playful as a Don't playground. Girl gave me chase round. Acting like my bae. It's great. It's this great is music. a great way to end. Black History Month with Tom by Royal. promoting <laughs> pr- promoting South. By well, South I haven't dropped my mixtape yet. It's on SoundCloud. TJ Mana at SoundCloud. Check out my mixtape. Ooh ooh, twenty dollars. <laughs> I don't think you can charge on SoundCloud. Is that a thing? Yo, hit me up with a donation. Yo, some guy caught me when I was drunk and I gave him twenty dollars for his whack mixtape. It <laughs> <laughs> was Ray. <laughs> so, I'm the real black hero here. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>